Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty tired. How are you? Oh, man. I'm tired, too, off that red-eye flight back to New York City, but energized by the incredible trip that we had in Los Angeles. We were out there for seven days. It was supposed to be five. It was supposed to be five. It got extended. We'll get into that in a second. But we had three goals in mind when we went out to L.A. Okay, so the first one was that we wanted to put on a great show. And we did that. Shout out to everybody at the Bootleg Theater. Shout out to everybody who attended, who supported, who spread the word. Even all you guys from around the country and the world who bought tickets even though you wouldn't be there. Shout out to you guys. You made a whole bunch of people's nights. Thank you, L.A., for an awesome show. And we can't wait to come back. Goal number two. We wanted to have, uh, there was one company we wanted to meet with. One company. And we did. We, oh, guys, this was an incredible meeting and the, the circumstances behind it were insane. We can't get into it right now, but just know, fantastic meeting. So, two for two. Yeah, and because of that meeting, by the way, we might be spending some more time in LA. Goal number three, though, we wanted to do a podcast out there. Like right. We wanted to record something of a, for a regular like Tuesday podcast. Right. Brought all of our equipment out there. We were ready. We were excited. And I had one person that I wanted to get on the podcast, and that was Bill Bellamy. Okay, let's go to LA. Let's get Bill Bellamy on the podcast. So I Facebook messaged him. As you do. Yeah, he has a, a page. It says, Bill Bellamy responds within 24 hours. I say, great. I can write a good message. I write a great message to him. The guy doesn't respond. I was curved thrice by, by Bill, Bill Bellamy. Bellamy. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. In 2017, I've been curved three times by Bill Bellamy. It was so demoralizing. And I would just like to say yeah bill if you are ever in new york you wait wait do you think that bill is like well i'm not so sure about the podcast let me tune into the intro this week and maybe i'll get a sense of who you they know are what's the worst part about this i looked and i was like oh maybe bill doesn't do well, maybe he doesn't know what a podcast is maybe he doesn't do other podcasts yeah bill does podcasts <laughs> you know what it's like to look and see red oh. under the the message by, it's just like really by, nothing by by tv zone bill, bill bellamy? bellamy yeah bummer uh. <laughs> so if anyone knows bill tell him we're good guys anyway that's why we didn't have a perfect weekend in LA. <laughs> no but you know what though so we were gonna take a red-eye flight uh friday night back to new york city have a easy weekend but puma and dash radio and 1am radio were like hey guys you mind not getting on that flight right now very last minute and coming to complex con and doing interviews for us at the puma stage and we said all right. All right. That's fine. That's right. fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you've never been to Complex Con? No. I, it's two years old. We didn't go to the first year. This was the second year. Yeah. And Complex Con, for those people who don't know, it is a massive line. Convention. <laughs> yeah. It's a massive line, but it is a, a convention center that is filled with all these booths, and you can buy a bunch of streetwear and Nike. And yeah. That are exclusive to Complex Con that are, that are going to drop at Complex Con. So you have just. Everybody who you think goes to a Supreme store, there. It is Hype Beast Incarnate. It is everybody looking like Don C. There are thousands of Don C's. It was crazy. But in the midst of all that, it's really an amazing experience to sort of like walk around and 
catch up with people who you haven't seen for a decade, maybe uh, see new people who you wanted to see, and also for us to interact with a lot of listeners of this podcast, which is really dope. So shout out to everybody who stopped us and said what's up and said, hey, I'm from Ohio, or hey, I'm from Seattle. Or, or said, hey, I'm Wale, and <laughs> I want to bring you to WrestleMania. And we that, were like, we... That did happen. Okay, I, I don't want to get into it. But but, um, but by the way, uh, it's, it's fascinating to see the the throngs of people following Big Sean or Pusha Murakami or whoever like around everybody's just like walking around yeah if you if you see a whole bunch of cameras it's like oh there's Pharrell or there's Andre 3000 or you just know something is happening a lot of commotion a lot of fun people watching there and again it was great to see everyone and say hi to everyone and for that thank you to Puma and 1am radio and Dash Radio and and Complex yeah I also want to thank Privy for giving us some clothes that was awesome um i want to thank um places and faces yeah what else what other brands do we uh do we mess with well oh fool's gold we ran into biggs from rockefeller records yeah and biggs okay so i'm wearing my um my nike air force one which you know they're they're jewels yeah, they're, they're they're white on whites right they look dope but they look like the ones that he just did as a as an exclusive with the Rockefeller branding on yeah, it. Yeah, the AF one hundreds. And so and Biggs looks at my shoes and he's like, Oh no, no rock logo on them? I'm like, What like <laughs> You're really gonna like shit on like right. send me some shoes. Right. I don't yeah, know yeah. who do we talk to about that. You, you, you're the guy. But it was a great experience. We love Los Angeles. Shout out to everybody at Nightberg Recording Studios. Shout out to everybody at every place we ate. Shout out to all the friends we got to hang out with. Um, birthdays we got to celebrate. We went to Lenny S's Halloween party. We thought we got out of it in New York because he has a New York one every year. And we're like, hey, sorry, we're gonna be in LA. And Lenny's like, great. I have one out there, too, that I'm hosting with Kelly Rowland. So. Like, ah, fine. So we went over there. And by the way, the funniest thing about... Because um, Jay-Z and Beyonce were there. This was that party where they were dressed up as Biggie and Lil' Kim. The most comforting thing about all of this, the most refreshing thing about all this, is seeing Jay-Z with his friends and knowing that they are just as corny as anybody else in the world. Because when Biggie's Juicy comes on... All of Jay Z's friends start being like, "Oh, oh, you're Biggie, and that's Biggie. You, you sing, you, you like, rap oh, that. You're just like us." Jeff, today on the podcast, we have we have Diani Scott, or as the internet knows her, Scotty Beam. She can be found on Instagram as Scotty Beam. Please leave a thirsty comment and tag it's the real. Oh my God, she is a fascinating personality, as you guys know from her work at Hot 97 and Revolt, and on Twitter doing Scotty feedback. But there's so much more to Scotty that you guys don't know. There's a lot of stuff that we didn't know. She found herself down at Clark Atlanta University after years of getting into fights in high school and middle school and elementary school, finding herself, even as a social person, tucked away in her room as sort of like a recluse and overcoming that, becoming a beauty pageant winner and actually dropping out of school early. Yeah. Going back home and... Again, shutting herself off from her mother and from the outside world, but then turning her life around thanks to Hot 97, thanks to Ebro, thanks to Angie Martinez, thanks to that warm environment at that radio station, which made her into the person she is today. I mean, it is a funny episode. It is an honest episode. Diani is just like one of the best people that we know, and we're happy to have her on the podcast today. So please listen to it right now. Jeff, when do you want to get into it? Right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Assembly Required, a.k.a. Two-Steppin'. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Hello, Dolly, a.k.a. Wet Midler. 
It's Scotty Beam, a.k.a. Gianni, a.k.a. <laughs> yep, that's what it is. It's a great AK. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that is it. This is the way it's done when it's the real. <laughs> Welcome back to New York. Hi, yes, I'm very happy. Diani, where were you yesterday? I was in Atlanta. Okay. Best place on earth. You went down there via what? For a homecoming. No, 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 but how'd you get down there? I flew. And you had a return ticket. Yes. So what happened? I got delayed like three times and I hated it very very much. <laughs> Do you want to air out the airline right now? No because you know what I like them. They tell me when they load my bag and when they unload it. Okay. So I really like that little app. It's just the people. It's the fucking. <laughs> no it's the plane. It's the plane. I don't like flying. That's not my thing. Flying mm-hmm. is not my thing. So right. basically you know I don't. I, I really think about all the ways you could die on a plane and sure, also. healthy. Before you, right. <laughs> before you get on that flight, you're thinking about all the ways you could die? Yeah, and how you can survive, but you can't really. Well, wait, like, how many let's times? Let's talk about what are the various ways that you can die on a plane. <laughs> oh, okay, basically, mm-hmm. attack. I'm not going to say the first. Okay. Yep. Attacks yeah. okay. on sure. the plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then. um, <laughs> Right, the plane goes it down. It goes down. Yep, Nose sure. dive. Yeah. Are you maybe about- <laughs> the engine gave out. Oh, my God. Are you thinking about, like, choking hazards? Um, or, no, no. No, okay, it's just like a, a macro Allergy. Sort of <laughs> I'm not allergic to anything, but I figured like... Allergic to crashing. So part of this <laughs> is you're, you're 30,000 feet in the air and you something happens. Anything. And you can't do stuck. anything about it. You'll die. That's it. Unless you have a parachute, which I've been trying to <laughs> give out, you know, information on my Instagram about how all planes should have parachutes under their seat instead of some fucking floating device. Because who the fuck cares about you swimming? Like that's... Nobody cares. It's all about... You being in the air. You are so prepared. No, I'm not. Because we don't have parachutes. If we had parachutes, I just yes. mean mentally. You're ready. Do you pay attention? Do you pay attention to the stewardesses when they're saying like Oh yes. I pay attention. I pay attention when they're in like when we're in the air and it gets kinda shaky, the turbulence is kinda crazy. I try to pay the attention to all oh. the flight attendants to make sure that they're not looking crazy. Cause if they are, I'm like, oh nah, we gotta go see the pilot. Are you this worried just walking around on an everyday basis? No. Flights. It's only flights. I can literally blast my earphones at three in the morning and walk through Harlem or walk through Brooklyn and not give a shit. Mm-hmm. Me on that plane? <laughs> Trouble. <No>. <laughs> what <laughs> happens when you're in like a car? No, I don't care. On a train? I don't care. So you're not claustrophobic? No. It's just care. the idea that you could possibly. You're in the air. It's not natural, in bro. The air. You're in the air. There's nothing you can do. Nothing. That shit goes down. That's it. E- when a train derails, you might make it, you might not. Uh, car, you might make it, you might not. You are fucking dying. Do you buy into you know. the statistics? No. These are statistics, no. though. It's actual, like... <laughs> they send it to me all the time. Proven. Yes, I know. It's like one out of a thousand. You're more million. likely to die in a car crash than you are in a plane crash. Wait, wait, no, follow yeah. up. And by the way, Diani's ready. Follow up. <laughs> right. Did you die? No, I didn't, but I was close. <laughs> well, you were close also, to heaven. The la- I was very close to heaven. Mm-hmm. And this will be my last time flying on the back of a plane because I will never do that again. You can feel everything. And it's kind of weird. And I almost threw up and I didn't like it. How are you when the plane takes off? What do you do? Praying. <laughs> Just Praying and also asking if I'm not sitting by the window seat, I'm also asking the lady or the man to put that fucking window up so that I can see if we're falling or not. You want to make sure. Yeah. Just in case because... I can make calls in between the fall and not. People did it. Mm-hmm. 
So would, I want to make sure I tell my mom like I love you, whatever. You, got before it. we go down. Got are, you. are you a hand holder? No, would I don't you? hold hands with who? I don't, I don't know. Not, I don't know if you're making friends on the boyfriend. Plane. I'm no. saying like the person nope. next to you. No, Mm-mm. you wouldn't. Mm-mm. I don't care about that person next to me. I need to worry about. I hold Good. on to either number the, one. The, <laughs> right. First things first. You never care who's on that plane. Then you hold on. I held on to the front of the seat. You're right. That's going to help. And I, put, <laughs> I put my head down and I pray. And then I look over sometimes and make sure to check that we're not going down because some planes like to. Yeah, do a little Turn, like yeah, a little crazy, a little dippy Sally. I don't like that dippy Sally. <laughs> I'm not so, a fan of it. So, but we're just—are we talking all planes? Like you wouldn't take a private jet? Fuck no! Oh God, no! I would never. That means you die alone. Oh, my. at least you die with a lot of people. You died alone mm-hmm. with the pilot. Do you <laughs> fuck out of here? No. Do you have no. any problems? So, so instead of. You know, taking a flight, you would take a long bus ride? I would take anything. I, I'll take you would anything. Walk. I would walk to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I'd walk if I had time. I'd walk. I'd be like, yeah, fuck it, I'll walk. I've, I've drove to Atlanta about a thousand times because I went to school there. Yeah, but not this time. No, 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 no. You I know you're I friends with Khaled now. I mean, like, you could talk to him and figure out how he got over his fear of flying, which is basically to have he a kid. Chi- yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And yes, I yeah. can't do that. You can't do it for anybody else. Nope. Yep. Can't do it. My own child, probably. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. We both would be on a boat. Oh. How, how was Atlanta otherwise? It In between the flights. Amazing. Amazing. It's amazing. I went there for homecoming. Yeah. So it was Morehouse, Clark, Spelman, Georgia Tech, Georgia State. The whole. Everybody. Yeah. Whose homecoming is Clark Atlanta's better than? You know, we have a very humble oh, homecoming. Here we go. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Our yeah, homecoming is, hum- is humble compared to Spellhouse. I love Spellhouse mm-hmm. homecoming. One, because their tailgate is fucking free. Okay. Clark, I don't know what the fuck I was doing this time when y'all was charging people $25 to get in or an RSVP thing. I'm not RSVPing to shit. And also, I'm not paying for shit. Y'all already got like $45,000 of my fucking tuition. Per so year. why the fuck do I have to? Yeah. Right. Why yeah. the fuck would I have to pay $25? As a proud that? alumna. I'm not an alumna, though. <laughs> but still, y'all still took the money. <laughs> Sally Mae's still we'll, calling me. We'll get to, are they really? Hell yeah. Sally Mae call me every day. Do you know the number by now? I know they because they try to get me with the gotcha gotcha. They do different <laughs> numbers. I peep though. Yeah. I peep. I just don't answer. Eight six six. No. Four zero four. Straight to voicemail. Yeah. Weird shit. Wait, is that why you don't pick up my phone calls? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's coming <laughs> calling. <laughs> we went to um. There was a big Puerto Rico benefit with like all the DJs right in New mm-hmm. York. It was at Cielo and uh, down in Meatpacking District and. So uh, uh, who was spinning? Enough was spinning, and and everyone's up there. Clark Kent, and you know a million people. Oh, and Sife Sounds comes over, and he grabs the microphone, and he jumps on, and he was like, "Yo, shout out to all my Puerto Ricans, my Dominicans, my Haitians, my Guyanese, my you know everybody mm-hmm. goes down the list. Looks around the room, and he finds us, and he goes, "Shout out to the Rosenthal's, my white people in the building." <laughs> He's like, "Shout out to it's the real." He's like, "They're here to collect the rent." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you can enjoy the party, <laughs> yeah. but it's the first, <laughs> the first of the month, so <laughs> right. get right. Exactly. <laughs> it's That's amazing. what you guys do. Where yeah. are you originally from? I am from, it's very hard to say. I lived in the Bronx until I was 14 years old, well, 13 years old, and then I moved to Piscataway, New Jersey. Wow, right. P-Way, P-Way. So, P-Way, okay. stand up. <laughs> but part of you is, is, is from the Bronx. Yes, it is. Born and like bred. Yes. So where in the Bronx? 
169th and 170th Clay okay. Avenue. Okay. Clay Avenue. When's the last time you went there? Um, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's been that long? It's been a few years wow. since I lived Would downstairs. you take Revolt back for like one of those like... This is where I came from yeah. sort of segment. I yeah. would do that. I would because I love that area. That's right. What is the Bronx known for? <laughs> right. It's known for Diani. Yes. I would love to do that, actually. I I love the Bronx. It's just I have no reason to go there now. All my friends, everybody has moved out. Or So what is uh, growing up on, the, up on 169th, 170th like? It was great. My sister would say otherwise because she older. was older. Yeah. She's 10 years older than yeah. me. So she loved, she really hung on the block and I was just her tag along. She got Bronx's burning Bronx. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> she got, she got like on the stoop Bronx and, you know, had boyfriends and stuff and she was walking to places where she wasn't supposed to walk. Yep. Shout to my mom. But, you know, she was, she really did the Bronx. I was just there, her tag along, so. And you move at 13, 14. Mm-hmm. How's that? Because that's like I middle hated, school. I was so mad. Mad at who? I was mad at my mother. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. Pissed. Yeah. Because I didn't understand. Well, she she sent me to Atlanta. By the way, my grandparents live in Atlanta. So she sent me to Atlanta. And then she decided she was going to like do all the moving when we come back. Oh, a little surprise. Surprise. <laughs> surprise. You don't You're live here anymore. Live yeah. Here anymore. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What is Atlanta like compared? So you had visited Atlanta before. Every this summer. We yeah. go down there to mm-hmm. um, for my grandparents and whatever. So yeah. we go down there and hang out with my grandparents. But I didn't really think. My mom said she was looking for places. But I didn't think we were moving that soon. And then we got back and she was like, I bought a house. And you're like, what? And we're what? like, what do you mean? <laughs> bought a house i was like bought a house where and i thought okay maybe westchester hey i'm like all right at least it's yeah hang out with the rosenthal's right yeah, right there you go, yeah. <laughs> so then i was like all right cool whatever my mom said jersey and i cried like nobody's business was it was it the idea that you were moving away from the bronx no, was I it i was just gonna be around white people i just didn't want to be around white people i love y'all yeah yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. i was just i wasn't there yet i <laughs> i need a little time yeah, and I was still rough. Like, I was a rough kid. Like, not rough as You weren't rough like, like your sister was rough, though. No, I was rougher <laughs> than her. I was, I, I fought. Like, I really had a... I fought. So, yeah, yeah, no. We'll, oh, we'll yeah, get into that. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, you yeah, guys yeah, know yeah, that, yeah. right? We'll get So, like, I didn't know how to move. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't really like grass that much. I just thought that... So, fourth, fifth suburb. grade, like, Diani is getting into fights? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And winning, by the way. No, I understand. Oh, absolutely. But I didn't know how early it started. Oh no, it started early. I mean, my mom had made sure that she, her daughter was no rag doll. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I, when I was growing up as a young, like a kid, kid, like around five, six, kids would do dumb shit to me, and I'd be like, huh, you know, it's okay. And my mom would be livid. So one time, I think somebody cut my hair while we were in art class, and. I went to. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. Like that's, we we that's, all that's, agree that's fucked up. That's fucked yeah. up. I didn't do anything about it because I didn't think I don't know I didn't. Well, I, you didn't have the scissors in your hand. Right, but I was supposed to fight. And I was supposed to, and my mom made that very clear when I got home. She was very upset that I was, you know, I didn't defend myself or anything like that. So next time somebody slapped me in the face with a rag, I was bullied. Yeah, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, I was bullied. <laughs> Somebody slapped me in the face with a rag, and I did something crazy, and I could not. I got in trouble. You, you. Wait, because what? it was in my hand. You understand? Like, I didn't know how to fight, so I had a pencil. And it went to her eye. Oh. And I said, oh, you. Oh. 
But it wasn't bad, bad. You know what I'm saying? She's not blind or something like oh that. Oh my god. She has like a mark on her oh eyelid for the rest of her life. Because <laughs> I've seen her a few years ago and she still has it. But oh, does she remember? Does she keep walking. She does remember. Yeah. No, no, no. She just was like, hey, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, oh, she better be like, nice now. Oh, pencil eye. No. <laughs> <laughs> but her mom thanked my mom for what? For <laughs> making her chill out wow her she was a bully she really bullied me we were friends and then i became friends with another girl and she didn't That's, appreciate yeah. it that, and was, yeah. that was your fault you shouldn't have been friends with anybody i shouldn't have been friends <laughs> with anyone and me and shout out to raven me and raven got along very well and stephanie just hated me after that and then she slapped me in the face hard as shit too like i still feel it on my right side like it hurts so bad dog and then I just had some. I just grabbed it and whoa. But I didn't get expelled or anything like that. I was suspended. What did they do? Talked to my mom. Then my mom said sat she sat you in a corner. <laughs> yeah, they they basically just put me. They sat me down somewhere. And wow. Did all that, and then after that, I was like, oh, this is how it works. Yeah. Okay. What retribution? No one will ever fuck with me ever again. And and they didn't. I mean, in that class, and then you go to every class, every grade, and you have to prove yourself a little bit. I learned that. Grow, growing up, you so, have to. So all right, so life life is rough. Like mm-hmm. and it wasn't rough. My mom was she did great. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. We had food to eat every yeah, yeah. day. Well, yeah. Okay, so uh, your mom she was working at the radio station. Yeah, she is. She was a radio person. She is a radio person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like, but back then, so like you know, how much of that was in your world? Everything. I went to the station every day. Every day. Uh, almost every day. Um, when she couldn't like, when I was out of school, I had to go with her because my father wasn't around. So. She would have to take me or... Um, I've been in there forever. Angie's known me forever since I was like seven. <laughs> How crazy is that? Yeah. That's insane. It's yeah. insane. When you would go there like after school, where would you hang out? And just sit... Well, it depends because my mom worked nights too. So it depends what era because it gets fuzzy. I know my mom... My mom would work every, every hour. Uh, she's done... The morning and she's done night she's done midday she does midday now so i don't really remember what but i do remember hanging out with funk flex at times <laughs> um watching him dj and also sitting with angie martinez as erica badu was there wow. i remember that i was young 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 and then mike tyson <laughs> um picking me up and i had fell asleep somewhere in the radio station he picked me up and sent me to my mom oh my god and my mom was like so strict she was like hi okay thank you thank you thank you and um yeah she tells me stories about stuff like that all the time um i love that place i love the radio station radio stations period yeah i love radio you station. and mike tyson were kindred spirits by the way yeah like, absolutely <laughs> we, that's all we did <clears throat> i love him by the way no but but i'm saying like rough in terms of like you're getting pushed around. You got to push back. And that's just the nature of the beast. Huh? Yes. Yes. Because, you know, people don't see at least you guys had each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Class. Somebody fuck with somebody. Y'all yeah. going to team up. Yeah. Well, we're not twins. Yeah. yeah. I have right. a somebody, not him. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But who's, who's older? I'm Eric's older, older yeah. by uh, four years. Three and a half. Yeah. yeah. For like school. So I was in classes with my with my other brother. Yeah. But like nobody like nobody fucked with me. Right. I was just like around. Right. Right. Because either they just heard. That you have brothers. Yeah, you know that's what, what it was. It, yeah. it wasn't heard. that I was stabbing people in the eye with they pencils. Knew, right. They knew the reputation that right. I sort of rocked. I just felt pressured to not get fucked with after that. I just, uh, I didn't like it. I liked respect. And yeah. I wasn't really a mean girl. Like, I just wasn't mean at all. No, but, but people came at you crazy. People though. just was rude to yeah. me. But and you were established in who you were and, like, what you were used to, right? Like, you're just like, cool, I'm in my my own, like, sort of... 
um, what's the word? Element? Element. Yeah. You were in your element. Well, I mean, I didn't know what the fuck I was or who I was. I just knew but that knew. I didn't want to get fucked with it anymore. No, no, no. But just overall, like, oh, you're yeah. 13, 14, you're comfortable with your surroundings, right. and all of a sudden, you're in Piscataway. I'm in Piscataway. So in Piscataway, you know, I don't, I don't really, I, I was just like, oh, God, Mom, this is the worst day of my life. This is worse. This is bad. No one. I'm going to have no friends. I hate it. God, why? And so she was like, listen, you know, she came to me straight. She was like, we needed a better life. I wasn't about to have you in high school, um, you know, going to TAF. If you know what TAF is, you can't even listen. By the way, sorry, sorry that your sister had to go through it. Right, but she <laughs> like didn't kind of. Yeah, yeah, she didn't. She kind of didn't. She, was, she lived in Tennessee. And then it was a, my sister is not really my sister. She's my cousin. My mom, when her mom died and her father got deported, she took her in. Yeah, my mom adopted her. Wow. So she only spent a few years in the Bronx, but she made a lot of friends while she was in the Bronx and whatever. And she decided, well, my mom pushed her into college, like literally was like, you will go. <laughs> yeah. You can left her on a cross Bronx one day because she decided <laughs> my grandma, well, my sister was like, yo, I'm not going to school. Like, I'm not. I don't want to go to college. I don't feel like it. I don't feel like I can learn anything from there. Mom pulled over on the cross Bronx and said, get the fuck out of my car then. Your mom loves surprises. Yeah, yeah. she loved it. <laughs> Not my car. And left her and on the cross Bronx. Were you in the car? Yes. Oh, my God. And I was losing it. I was like, we're going to leave her. <laughs> She's going to Drove off. She drove away. Yo. I, I think I want to have your mom in your podcast. Wait, was that even <laughs> like, My mom is crazy. Was it even at an exit? Like, or was it just sort of like on the shoulder and it's like, fuck it. On like, the shoulder. Just yeah. like, yeah, hey, just Walk a couple miles that way to the exit mm-hmm. or walk a couple miles that yep. way? Figure it out. Since yeah. you want to tell me where you going to go. Oh, my God. And um, I don't remember if we picked her up or if my uncle or somebody had to pick her up. I'm going to ask her. You want to know what? Somebody picked her up. Somebody picked her up, <laughs> thankfully. Yeah. And then one anybody. night, my my mom said, pack up. You're going to school. I enrolled you. Buffalo State College. Goodbye. I'm leaving you here at this bus. You can make the choice to get on the bus, mm. or you can make the choice to be a homeless person. So She chose. She chose the college. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, she had the, and she's become like this beautiful... <laughs> College graduate who looked like you were always on board. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. I was. A lot I, of tears. I was. I mean, I was like a. I wanted to support my sister in any way because you know she was. She she didn't know what she wanted to do, and I was ten years younger, so I didn't really know what I, I didn't understand anything. I was eight when she decided to go to college, <laughs> yeah. but she got her master's, and wow. now she's going to go get her PhD. And wow, that's amazing. And do you guys laugh about that now? We always do. <laughs> she always makes jokes about it, especially my mom does. She was like, this has come from the girl that told me she wasn't going to school. Yeah. But um, When yeah. she's like, hey, I'm coming in, I'm flying in at this point, can you pick me up? And your mom's just like, no, you can walk. Right, <laughs> yeah. you can walk. But yeah, you know, so it was, I thought I was gonna, ex- I was expecting all white school, me not fitting in nowhere, I was gonna hate it. I walked with my friend Raj. Raj, yeah. Okay. I made an Indian friend across yeah. the street because we. It was a very diverse street we lived on, and um, me and Raj walked to school. And he was, was the same like, age. Yeah, same age as me. And he was giving me the ups, ups and downs of school. He was like, "Listen, like you know, people are gonna fit in here, but some people are, we may not be in the same group and blah blah blah." And I was like. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, is there black people? He was like, yeah, there's black people. There's tons of black people. So I was like, all right, cool. So we get into the school, and I'm like, damn, there's a lot of black people. I was very surprised. I was, yeah, I was like, okay, cool. I can do this. I can do this. Were there any white people? 
Yeah, they were. Okay. But I'm like I'm paying much attention. Like I I, I knew where I fit in. Yeah. Did you end up being friends with Raj? Yeah, me and Raj was cool. We yeah. were always cool until uh A high pencil school. got in the way. Oh. No, until high school, high school. High school you start you know, that was all our faults. So we start getting into cliques and mm-hmm. no one talks to people anymore when they were kids. Oh, right. now you're the mean girl. <laughs> no, no, no. We were just, we. I just, yeah. I wasn't a mean girl. My friends were mean. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I wasn't yeah, mean, yeah. No. You were mean adjacent. I was mean yeah. by association. Yeah. So, so you get to high school and... Um, what do you want to do at do this mean? point? I mean, like when you go to high school, I mean, like, do you, what do you want to do in life? Oh, uh yeah what's what's 14 year old dreams like what did i want to oh i wanted to be a psychologist really yeah i wanted hmm. to be a psychologist and wait real quick that you, went all the way what did you want to be at 14 um i wanted to be an artist no i wanted to be a, a baseball player so that worked out oh, for all of us yeah, great yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. great dash, <laughs> dash dreams right uh, <laughs> <laughs> no but so so you settle in now you got your click are you enjoying school are you in like clubs are you like driving Uh around going to movies like what is suburban life like it changed sorry no i wanted to be a psychologist at 16 14 diani wanted to be a actress Mm. so i went to school for acting you're kidding yeah shout out to east brunswick i went to um a school like it was a tech trade school that had acting in it right you had to audition and all this stuff so i auditioned and i got in and um yeah so you have acting courses so theater like, the yeah days? yeah so you had like four classes of like core english shit math whatever and then the rest of your day is theater whoa so what productions were you in so here's the thing. I was a kid who just didn't believe in roles, roles, structure, yeah. in yeah. structure. <laughs> I just wanted to do stuff I wanted to do. Like mm. I just, I don't know what I liked monologues a lot. Yeah, I could, sure. I would. <laughs> Did anybody else like monologues? Right. <laughs> You're a solo artist. You're right. not in a yeah. group. Right. I don't like dialogue. I like monologues. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> Yeah, I would skip out on all the show. I mean, all the plays. Me oh. and my best friend Asia. I met my I met my best friend at um in ninth grade. She was also in the class, and we would get sent to the office every day. We wouldn't pay attention, but we were the best actors <laughs> in there. Right. Swear to God. Yeah. But we just didn't. We just we didn't have any anything. We didn't have any work ethic. We didn't care. And plus. Theater history is boring, and I hated it. Right. And also, lighting was boring. That class was boring. We had lighting class. We yeah. had set. I hated set design. It all. You didn't want to do any of that. No. Yeah, no, I hated it. I just wanted to read my monologue. Right. And get my claps. Mm-hmm. Did you audition anywhere? <laughs> no, I was too scared. Oh man. Yeah, I was scared. But um, yeah, I did one one monologue. There was like a day where people came into the auditorium and you got to showcase like your talent or whatever it is. And I did, um, Oh Jesus Christ. What's that movie? Fences. Fences. I was Rose. Wow. The monologue. Wow. Yes. 
and I killed that shit, and I got a standing ovation. Amazing. It was really good. That was the highlight of my 14-year-old life. And yeah. that compelled you to continue and become an actress. No. <laughs> then my mom said, this is not challenging, and I see that you're getting A's in math and English, and I know that's not true. I'm taking you to fuck out, and you will be going to high school, high school. And surprise. So, <laughs> right. Surprise. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Surprise. So... Sent me back to Piscataway High. Well, sent me to Piscataway High. And my best friend also, her mom took her out. Asia? Yep, Asia, Edison High. Um, oh, they separated you guys. They separated us. We were trouble, though. We <laughs> did. We. My teacher was, she was very dramatic, of course, because she was yeah, a drama, drama teacher. teacher. Right. Yeah. But she was so dramatic where she'd be like, I'm peeing black because of you guys. She would say things and we would just laugh the whole time because... You're not being black, ma'am. Stop. <laughs> you're being extreme. And you're not. She would just say, like, oh, I'm about to have a stroke because you got. I'm like, we don't do anything but laugh. That's all we do is laugh. If you just keep Oh, teaching, I thought it was a good thing. No. Oh, being black, like like a medical condition. No. Yeah. yeah. Like she's yeah. sick or something. But you it was have rotted my insides. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she would say shit like that all the time to us, me and Asia. That's it. Yo, she was. And you, you didn't give a shit. No, because we didn't think it was true. We yeah, it's like, also like, prove up. it. Prove it. Right. You're peeing Shut black. Peeing right. like over two girls laughing in class. Pee black in a bucket. Show us. Yo, it was just you. It wasn't even the whole class? No, <laughs> it was just me and Asia. Me and Asia were trouble. That's all we did. We got sent to the office probably every day. And then we got in trouble for, we almost got suspended for starting a riot. And then we did it. It was a very, di it was a diverse school, but... Yeah. It was very racist in there. Is that right? It was scary. Yeah, it was scary. That it sucks. Was scary. Supposedly, there was like a bunch of Russians in the school. I didn't know or whatever. And I said black power one day in the middle of like a bunch of white people. And was they it got a mad. That started the riot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that started. It started something because somebody else started yelling and then. They started fighting, and then they pulled me and Asia right into the office, and they were like, "Why? what did you say? I said, it's a black power. I'm going to always say black power. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You'll be fine. I'm black, and I think we're powerful. Pa and black power. The teacher's peeing black? Right. Yeah. The teacher's like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So then, yeah, we were done with school there. So Piscataway High. Yeah. Like, totally different. <laughs> Yeah. Are we talking like uh so so this is this is not an acting specific school. No, this is a school school. This is like no one has a profession, a trade or nothing. We're just going to class just the fuck because social studies, yes, English, yes, yes, math, yes, like yes. earth science whatever. That's, yeah, that's Chemistry. when it tested my real um my real knowledge, yeah, yeah. which was nothing, because <laughs> I was like, yeah, this was not it. I hated school. I hated it. Did so you ditch much. school? No. Oh, I'm you scared. Went there. Very scared of my mother. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't know by now, my mom really doesn't play a yeah. lot of things. Well, it's it's better to be left like on you know some road in New Jersey than it is left right. on the Cross Bronx okay. Expressway. Nope. I'm good either way. I went to class. I just didn't do anything. I just was like, this is not for me. I hate home homework. I love being social, though. Right. Social, social, social butterfly, if you can't tell on Twitter and yeah. Instagram. <laughs> I love being social. <laughs> um, that was a problem in high school, and that was a problem in college. I just was very social. So, so wait, did you look at any other colleges besides going to Clark Atlanta? I looked at all black colleges, except for Howard and except for Spelman. Why? 
Howard, I felt was overrated. Everybody wanted to go. Oof, damn. Um, and it's not overrated. I just felt like at that age, I was like, everybody wants to fucking go to Howard. I, I know there's other schools. Then I went on a school tour, a college tour, um, and I saw all these different black schools, and I was like, oh, all right, well, I like Clark a lot. Um, Spelman, I didn't want to go because it was all girls, and I was like, I don't get along with people, <laughs> period. So, um, so I cut them two out. Other than that, you know, I went to every school and saw, and I was like, oh, okay, um, I like Clark. Did you have any idea by the end of high school what you wanted to do no, for a living? No, psychology. Like, what was your first job in high school? Oh, God. I worked as a, uh, what is it, people? Cashier lady at um, Stop and Shop. Wow. Yes. Scanning. Yep. <laughs> Boop. Yeah, really bad. Got bag it. too? Um, sometimes wasn't really a big fan of it. Yeah, had my homeboy do the bagging. Who was working there? Yeah, 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 yeah it was like, no. like my guy. Like, no, no, no. He worked there. Johnny he put got a tweet out, and yeah. she was like, "Yo, yeah. I need an intern." <laughs> Yo, no, Raj, he did, he Raj, did the, yeah, shout out to Raj. Secure but the bag. The, um, <laughs> he did the collecting of the things outside. What are those things? Carts. Shopping carts. carts. Yeah. yeah, and he would come inside and help me bag, and we'd be talking and stuff like that. But, um. I got fired, kind of slash quit. Mm. It's both. Doesn't feel like there's a slash yeah, there. No, there's a slash. You know what I'm saying? Because it's fired, quit. I got fired, quit. I don't think quit, that's fired. a thing. Yeah, yeah. But no, what did, I did it at the same what time. What did you do? They fired me, so yeah. it really counts. But they mostly um, fired you. Who said it louder? <laughs> yeah. Me, of course. Yeah. But the problem was I didn't really understand the whole schedule thing. Sure. You telling me when I was supposed to work really puzzled me. I didn't yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah. My best friend was having a sweet 16 and I was like, yeah, no, I have to go to my best friend's sweet 16. I am in her court. I have to go. Didn't know I had to tell them that. Didn't know that they already scheduled me for a day. They wanted you to be in aisle 16. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I was like, yeah, um, no, I didn't show up. So that was my warning. Mm -hmm. And then my mom got into a car accident and that day I was supposed to work and I said, nah, I'm not coming to work. And I didn't tell them. I was like, fuck them. I don't need it. You know, whatever. So I came to work the other day I was scheduled and she was like, yeah. Oh, no. Sorry. They called me and they were like, um, they were like, yeah, well, you didn't show up. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, well, my mom got in a car accident. I don't believe you. Mm. Oh, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so me and my mom. All wrapped up. She just got out of the hospital. Well, just got out like a week later. We drove down, and I'm causing a scene, yelling, screaming, because y'all think y'all going to fire me, slash, I quit anyway <laughs> kind of thing. So I'm yelling at the girl, because I've been wanting to give her a piece of my mind anyway. Mm -hmm. I didn't fucking like her anyway. Mm -hmm. So I kept going, kept going, kept going, and then I got carried out. My mom went with me, and... That was it. And I'm telling you. Yeah, I was pissed. I was pissed. But I didn't want that job anyway. I don't like it. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. Yeah. And then I was the camp counselor, which was a dope idea for me because I love kids. Kind of. Not okay. really. Like, okay. I wouldn't. I don't. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. I'm not really a big fan of kids uh, eight and up. Fuck well, them. What, I don't like them. What ages were you working with? Like five year old, yeah, fifteen okay. year old, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. eight, eight and, up. eight and up, yeah, nah, they can go. You can go away. Wait, so when eventually when you have kids in your life, go away. your kids, you're eight. you're good until eight years old, and then go, <laughs> go with your father, because I'm sure 
that's how it's supposed to work anyway. Like, go with your father after I, eight because I don't want to see you for ten years. Yeah, leave him on a bridge. Right, because <laughs> I don't th- their mouth, and especially my, I, I can just envision my child's mouth and how they think. Oh, they're gonna be able to talk to me because mm. they're half you, half me. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Oh, so, you can't deal with that. No, or how they think? Because I'm like, I I know what you're thinking. You ain't slick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sit down. Do you find that you're a lot like your mom? Yes. How does she very deal much. with that? My mom was very strict. She's my homie, my yeah, best friend. Yeah, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, I tell her everything. I told her when I lost my virginity. I told her everything. Everything. But hmm, I know the fear inside. Like, my mom put fear, so much fear inside of me that I cannot ever. I won't. I can't. I still can't pierce my body. I still can't, like get tattoos because i'm still like oh what's my mom gonna think my mom doesn't care now she tells me every time i don't care you are 27 years old i don't care anymore but you know i really i don't know my mom was very frightening you should get a neck tattoo no (laughs) she let my brother get a tattoo at 18 i lost it but you know what he did he tattooed her name Mm. So she was like, oh, oh I like it, right, whatever, right. shut up. That's forever. <laughs> like, it's so ridiculous. You just you want something to stupid? Do everything. <laughs> yeah. I wanted something stupid. You want Marvin the Martian on right? your fucking, <laughs> no, you know. No, what did I want? I wanted the Kanye West glasses on Which my ones? body. The, the, the ones? The slotted the ones. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you should definitely get them. Because of Glow in the Dark tour. Get them now. No, I'm Wait, not getting them now. You went and you saw, you saw the Glow in the Dark tour at like the garden or something. Yeah, 2006. And you left there and you said... Seven. Yeah, I was like, I'm getting a tattoo on my body. And it's going to be that. And my mom said, hell no. <laughs> no, you won't. And I said, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine if that was your one tattoo. Oh, my God. I would hate myself right now. <laughs> Can you imagine? Your mom was right. Oh, no. She's, she's always been right about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're with a guy, and you're like, oh, don't mind my giant yeah, yeah. <laughs> slotted glasses. Right. Yeah, stronger yeah. glasses. I don't know what I was thinking. I so, love that, to- that tour. Though. Oh, that it, tour it is amazing. Incredible. It's my favorite incredible. tour. Yeah. So, how do you get down to Clark Atlanta? You take you a bus? Fly. Are you driven down? Oh, we drove. You drove. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We packed all my stuff. And did you get emotional? Down. I didn't. My mom did really bad in the yeah. parking lot. And then um, my little brother, he was like, how old was he? He was like six at the time, mm-hmm. seven. He was crying too. And I was like, oh, God. I just wanted them to go. Yeah. Because I was like, I just. You I, wanted I, to get started. I wanted to start this life. But then I really realized, like, after the first week, I was like, this is trash. I miss my mom. I want to go home. I start crying every day. She was like, no, you have to stick it through. I was like, I hate this place. (laughs) I hate it. Why? Because I thought I would make friends faster, and I wasn't. And I was, I didn't realize how much of a, um, this was during the Kid Cudi, Mm. um, 808s and Heartbreaks time. So... I was an emo kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I became this like really silent person with earphones all the time who would oh, wow. never talk all the time. And then people, you know, people thought that either I just was rude, mean, or I just didn't want to speak to anyone. So Including your roommate? Uh, yeah. Wow. I had a few roommates. So. A few roommates? Yeah. Like in one year? Yeah. Do we want to go down this route? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, because... How quickly? You know... <laughs> I can't really I can't really tell. I don't yeah. really know. Yeah. But I do know I had two 
before I met my true roommate. Mm-hmm. My one of, you know, she's yeah. one of my closest, yeah. closest friends now. Your heart. Um, yes. But the two before, one was a prostitute. Okay. The other Wait, as a profession? Like a yes. professional prostitute. She's an escort. Um, okay. Whatever. She's an escort. Mm-hmm. She came to the building on a pickup truck with a bag of stuff. Like a garbage bag. I swear to you. A garbage bag. She didn't have anything. She asked to use my covers. This is my second one, by the way. This is not the first one. Um, and she asked you some covers and a pillow. She was like, girl, I got you when I start, you know, yeah. making mm-hmm. money. I was like, okay, I'm thinking she's going to sell weed. I don't know. Whatever. But not my business. I mind my business like I always do. And she got a laptop within the first, like, few weeks. A laptop, a TV, um... A, a new cover for Some you? Some covers. Okay, good. Oh, she okay. gave me back mine because I was... Okay. Right. Yeah. So She's okay so far. Right, no she problem. was fine. Yeah. Then, do you guys... in swipes. Like, meal swipes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Those oh, she things got you. are very, yeah. very important. Yeah. She was taking my card and swiping that shit at the calf. And I found out because every morning... Every, like... I wake up late at, like, 12... One, I missed my first two classes and then move on. But Again, schedule's not your like schedule's yeah. not my thing. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> so one day I'm like watching Maury and I'm in the bed and I see the cards just slide under the door. <laughs> so I'm like, who the fuck's all? I run to the door and open the door. It's her. She's like, Oh, I'm like, first of all, what are you doing? Like, what do you what do you mean? What are, what are you doing? She was like, oh, no, I took the wrong card. You're a fucking liar. I said, if I go down there and I see that one of my meals is gone, it's going to be your ass. I promise you that. And then she was like, oh, but it is, you know, I took a swipe because well, I didn't think that you would worry or be upset. That's Guess what? That story changed real quick. Yeah. Rumbled me then. So that happened. And then the one before... I let this broad use my refrigerator. My refrigerator wasn't that big, but I said, sure, if you have like any milk or anything like that, go ahead. She has she said she had medicine that she had to put in the refrigerator. Y'all gonna call me fucked up. But it's because it's the principle. Like, so I put it all in there, whatever. And I come back and my shit is out. My 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 milk is out. She left it because she wanted to make room for her medicine. No, no, no. That's not how this goes. <laughs> so I took her medicine out. Now, I'm not responsible for when you come back. She ain't come back till the next day. So the shit was hot or whatever. And she needed her medicine. Now, what the fuck it is? I don't care. So I left that shit out. I said, here, you put my milk out. And this is my refrigerator. I'm letting you use shit. You should have at least called me or something and said, hey. So she was like, oh, no, but that's my medicine, blah, blah, blah. blah. I could die. Shut the fuck up. I don't care. So we started fighting, whatever. She wasn't nothing. And then, you know, that <laughs> happened. So that I met those two. Gone. Whatever. Third then time's I met the charm. Kristen. Yes. Then I met Chrissy. Yeah. Well, I lived, for my, lived by myself for like a month. That shit was amazing. <laughs> and then... All right, so I met Kristen. Uh, did, did did Kristen uh, dabble in prostitution no. or have any medicine? No, she oh, was the good. greatest. You were fine. She was the greatest. She understood me. She didn't. She she wasn't annoying. She didn't talk that much. You know what I'm saying? We talk when we want to talk, and then we just and then we were always seen together because you know like that's our first friendships. You know and then. 
So you're still in this emo phase. Still you're keeping to yourself. Phase. You're going to class. Right. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. Some of some of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. If your mom is listening. Hey, mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, she knows by now. Uh, <laughs> were you were you joining any clubs? Were you no. active in the no. the Clark Atlanta theater Community? scene? <laughs> no, no. I wanted to do theater, but I was too scared. I didn't. I a lot of the times I let fear control a lot of my actions, especially around 18, well, my whole life, but mm-hmm. 18, 19, 20, I was afraid, 21, I was afraid of what people may think, um, how well, how good I could actually do, um, me not being that good and then people talking about me. I really cared a lot about what people thought. All through college. All through college. So um, I didn't do any clubs. I didn't do anything. I just... I was really into music, and that's all I would do is study. You know, that was I, during the blog era, too. So, yeah. you know, I'm on all these forums and blogs yeah. and whatever. Wait, what and I'm was reading. your name? Um, <laughs> Flashing Lights123, like wow. my aim name. Wow. Like the tattoo you should have gotten. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I exactly. was a Kanye West yeah. stan. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, so I just, um, I didn't do anything. Who'd you see perform down there in Atlanta? Who came through? Oh, my gosh. Um, Wiz Khalifa. I remember oh, when man. he was first fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then hmm, I was a big fan of Big Crit then, but I didn't see him. Um, Drake. Mm-hmm. I remember when he came. Shout out to Fadia. I think she actually put that together. Hmm. Um, Yo, Fadia is the best. Fadia is my fairy godmother. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, Drake. Would you go to those? Uh, what was it? Broken Bougie. Yep. Went okay. to one of those before. Still was a loser, so I was like in the corner, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So nobody really knew me. <laughs> did you did you get to know the city pretty well? Yeah. Or was it just around all the universities? Well, yeah, I stayed around the universities. We didn't really drive around like that because nobody had a car. Mm-hmm. Um, once where you, would you say the best prostitutes could be found? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where any. I don't. The dudes would pick her up at Beckwith. If you know Clark, you know Beckwith. Hall. Beckwith Hall is where we stayed. It was an all girl dorm and Room one twelve. Where, where the players room. dwell. Yeah. yeah. Where the players yeah. dwell. <laughs> but um he they would pick her up in these nice cars. It'd be luxury cars. Mm-hmm. And they would pick her up and they would drop her ass off. And I never asked what she did. It's not again, it's none of my damn business. So Unless yeah. you became like her pimp and then it would no. be your business. Oh that yeah. No, Deani. she's her own pimp, which was dope. No, yeah, right. I really would have liked to female be female empowerment. Yeah, I could well, have really been. What Scotty. is it called? A maiden, maid. What is it? Oh, a madam. A madam. Yeah. In my other life, <laughs> you're a madam. I was I was a madam. A, yeah. What was your first job? I was a madam. <laughs> madam. Yeah. Well, aspirations. Uh, a girl I went to middle school with was the madam for uh, in the Elliot Spitzer scandal. Yeah, the uh, disgraced governor of New York who uh, yeah. who had uh, a prostitution scandal in yeah. D.C. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So shouts so. to her. Yeah. Wow. Is she in jail? Uh, I think she was. I mean, like she. she yeah, left. and then and with madams, you don't really get that much time. You know what I'm saying? You get out. Right. Start all That's over the again. Problem with Miss- life, you, there's never enough time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So so what happens around graduation? What's the move? Like you're not staying in Atlanta. What graduation? Oh, yeah. So oh, wait. right. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, Here's the mind. Here's the thing. Last time you were on our podcast, you told the story about how not you Not the were... last time. Oh, yeah. two times ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, two times ago. Yeah. You Gianni told was it. here for the year-end review. Yes. Yes, where I was right about everything. 
I think I, I was right. Are you crazy? I was right about everything. Okay, you want to know I'll everything. turn this place down. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah, you're right. I'll shut it down. All the medicines coming out of the fridge. <laughs> everything. First of the year, mm-hmm. two chains champions. Me. Uh, that was one. 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 Out of everything, I was right about. No, everything. you were right for a lot of things. I was right about French Montana. I was right about having an off year. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So you, <laughs> all right. Now, now, like, now you're back. <laughs> right. Um, like, oh. You're not. You're not even like here for your Bronx brethren. <laughs> mm. Mm. I do want him to do well. Yeah. yeah. But I know. I knew that though. I knew he was off. And yeah. Got to say it first. I came uh, roaring yeah. back. Yeah. This year we got a lot to talk about when you when you return. Yeah, I can't wait yeah. because ooh, it was a year. It was, it was a, year. a year. Drake is quiet. It was a quiet year for Drake. We are oh. going to have a good We're going to bring this back up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a quiet year for Drake. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, the first time you were okay, on the podcast. Okay, so the first time you were on the podcast, mm-hmm. you talked about how you took the life out of three girls stomping their faces in. You're correct. They're still alive. They're still alive, guys. Yeah, right. same with the girl who has a pencil mark on her right. eye. <laughs> they're, still they're still alive. They're just changed. They just changed. Yeah, they just they just know not to ever. Hopefully, they never fuck with another person like that ever again. But well, specifically you. So right. Um, but just anyone that they corner in the bathroom. I don't. Yeah. Why? Why would you do that? And tell me not to call. Yeah, we won't do this again. But yes. You were so ready. You were so ready. I'm so yes. So wait. So. Is, you, you had hands, fists. After that yeah. happens, shoes. Is there a university reaction? No. There's no reaction from... My school didn't even know about it or anything like that. It was... Well, I was Miss Junior of Morehouse, too. So that was Ow. the only thing I was Ow. in. Like, that's the only um, organization thing that I did. I did a pageant, which yeah. is well, hard for way, everybody to believe. Well, first of all, talk about how it's so hard for you to put yourself out there. And then a pageant is literally putting yourself oh out there. Oh, my God. I, that's the first thing I've ever done in my life. I wanted to cry. Just I, for the record, Miss Junior, yeah, Morehouse. Miss Junior of Morehouse. Because, um, of course, you know, there couldn't be a Miss Junior of Morehouse at Morehouse. Well, right. they went to Spelman. And usually they get their girls from Spelman. So I was the only girl at Clark that was trying out to be Miss Junior. And so in the pageant, you know, I just said, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then... If it happens, it happens. But at that time, I also knew that I was pretty popular. You know what I'm saying? I got along with a lot of people. When I when I say a lot of people, I'm talking about Morehouse and Clark. Mm-hmm. Spelman yeah. did not fuck with me. It was no. Wow. It was, they did not fuck with me. I, and they shouldn't. You know, when I think <laughs> and after therapy and a few other thoughts, yeah. they shouldn't have. I okay. was a mean person. You know what I'm saying? And with they Spelman. were mean to me first. Okay. But I was meaner. Retribution. Yeah. yeah. You want to right. know what? It's the Trump philosophy. <laughs> right. You're you know gonna you're gonna hit me. I'm gonna hit you I'm two hit times you harder. Two times harder. Yeah. And then also but kick your Trump. face in. Yeah. Yes. No, right. no, first right. of all, fuck Trump. Fuck, yes. Yeah. yeah. First fuck Trump. First. Yeah. Fuck him. But um, yeah. Don't don't fuck with me. So I did the pageant, and as my talent, I sang. Oh my god. What What'd you sing? I sang this gospel song that I always sang because, um, it was some, it was a gospel song that um. I learned way, way back because my mom didn't go to church like that. But I always loved this song. Can't give up now. I love this song, and sing I sang it out. No, just, just like a <laughs> no, quick, just like a quick. You could be no. Miss. It's the real. No. <laughs> Ooh, and it's the real housewife. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no. Oh, Clark Atlanta. <laughs> so I sang it. I sang it during everything. I sang it during my grandfather's funeral. I sang it um, at pageant. I sang it. 
again somewhere else because hmm. it's been asked. I, I, Summer yeah. Jam. Somebody asked me to. No. <laughs> yeah. But I sang and people liked it and I was very shocked. I don't know. Yeah, I just couldn't believe it. So then but at they, the they, end. They crowned you. They did the whole at thing. At the end, yeah, they start chanting. First of all, my mom was there and she was just in, you know, everybody was shocked. Oh, this is amazing. And, um,. At the end, they start chanting, Scotty, 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 Scotty. So my mom is looking around like, who the fuck? Who is Scotty? Because, you know, she went by Diani, so she didn't really know who. And then my best friend had said, you know, that's that's Scotty. Her name in school is Scotty. So the chants and stuff, I was overwhelmed. I cried. And then they they crowned me number, yeah, that girl. So what were your duties? You know, Mm. <laughs> I, I I did a parade. I know that, um, and I left in between my junior year, so I didn't really get to get to do all the ju- yeah, duties. Whatever charitable works. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. I was just to left do on a whole high bunch note. Yeah. Why did you leave? I was just scheduling. Ex- met, yeah. mm. No, I was mentally exhausted from school, and I didn't know a lot of things that plagued my mind period was just what I wanted to do. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I'm so good at this music thing, but I don't know what to do. And there's, there's, I didn't understand how the whole make your own path thing too. You know what I'm saying? I thought that I would have to fit in somewhere. I didn't like writing like that. And I didn't really, at this time, like doing radio or TV or anything like that. I was like, where is the middle? There's have to be a middle, like somewhere where I can express my love for hip, like hip hop and music period. But I couldn't find it, and I wrecked my brain like for it. I stopped going to school. All Fs. You ain't seen an F. I mean, like you seen my F, because hmm. I ain't seen school in a class in forever. And I just gave up. I just dropped the ball. Everything. I just dropped it. You, what was your you were, mom's reaction? Yeah, she was very upset. Yeah, I mean, think about like what happened the first time <laughs> with your sister. And- right. So she's thinking, you know, both my daughters are doing the school thing and you know degrees and all that stuff and i'm like yeah i I didn't and also i was very silent about my mental issues i didn't say anything i didn't tell anybody anything um because i felt like they weren't that serious until they got serious right um and i'm still living down there mm mm-hmm i did some really crazy things i just used to lock myself in the room for like days Really? And not speak to anybody, and they would have to RA would have to come up and unlock the door for my best friend to figure out, tell people you know she's alive, she's good, because um, I didn't want to speak to anybody. I didn't know what I really didn't know what I wanted to do, and that drove my ass crazy. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Who could you trust in? No one. I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't talk to anybody. What music got you through? Kanye West, mm. late registration. Heard him say. That was my favorite song. I say this all the time. I've never heard something more freeing in my life than... Um, Adam Levine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I heard him say. Um, I don't know what about that song struck a nerve. I played it over and over. The Like, my best friend would come and, like, he'd have to put her ear to the door to make sure that I heard him say is playing and that I'm okay. And then she would, like, walk away. But... That's all I would play. That was it. And yep. and Kid Cudi. Would that song make you happy, sad, or both? I don't know. I mean, at that time, it was a very sad, sad, sad life. I don't... I was in a really depressive state. I also didn't realize that there was this thing called depression. Mm-hmm. And people suffer from it at 
19, 20. I didn't know that, any of that. I didn't, and plus, you know, the black community also doesn't take depression very seriously. They think you can pray through it, or they either, you know, they think that you, you got a job, you good, all right, move on. You got shit to do, you got shit to handle. So it's not really taken seriously. And I know that if I told my mom, my mom would be like, girl, <laughs> there's so much more going on in the world. You be fine, whatever. But, you know, I, I didn't know, I didn't know how to navigate <clears throat> through all that so yeah i just left where'd you go home home my mom didn't talk to me for weeks living in the same house didn't talk to you for weeks Mm -mm. sat down at the same dinner table didn't Mm -mm. talk to you Mm -mm. like like woke up in the morning Mm -mm. she didn't speak to me look at you Mm -mm. it was like you weren't even Mm -mm. she wouldn't speak to me and i i mean i totally i get it you know what i'm saying all her money just wasted gone because i you know because i had some issues I, I just didn't understand and plus also it was Clark's fault I went to Clark a few times to tell them I don't understand the school thing I didn't understand although we joke about scheduling yeah. I did not understand the schedule like mm-hmm. I didn't understand how any of this works <laughs> or like how how writing papers work or whatever I just was like and plus I'm dyslexic it was just a lot I was like this is not for me this is a lot I don't want to do it anymore done so they couldn't even um for the financial thing like they wouldn't accept it as like a deferment like mm-hmm. they they wouldn't be like oh like she'll come back she's just taking a leave no i don't know what they i've never even seen my paper like what it says mm-hmm. i'm sure it just said just left star <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. just gone yeah yeah she's fe- left featuring cameron and right because yeah, <laughs> right. um that's all I, that's it and that was the end of that college experience. I did not do college anymore. You're, you're the college dropout as well. Yes, I am. Hey, guys, we just want to take one second to interrupt this podcast to tell you that if you like this episode of A Waste of Time with It's The Real, there are 144 others just like it. Well, not, not, ju- not just like it. Yeah. You want to know what? If you like one episode and you tell us which one on either Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram any of that. We will tell you three more that we think that you will like as well. 145 can seem like a lot to sort of dive into. So let us experts of this podcast tell you which ones we think you would like. Yes, it's a very personalized algorithm. We're here <laughs> to figure out your shit. Here you, know, you go. Yeah. A Waste of Time with It's The Real is available on all streaming platforms and download platforms and whatever platforms there are. So go rate, review, comment, subscribe. Please tell us what you guys think. And most importantly, spread the word to a friend because we are tired of being the underdogs. A waste of time with this, the real guys. Now we'll get back into this podcast with Deani Scott. So you're back in New Jersey. Yep. You're living at home. Mom's mm-hmm. not talking to you. Nope. She was not talking to you. You got to get a job or something? How are you figuring this out? Yeah, I was. So during school and during the summer um, when, you know, we had that break, I did an internship at Columbia Records. So when I got back, I had asked, shout out to Alex Rego, I had asked her for a, you know, small, like, job or whatever. Yeah. Um, she didn't even have to pay me. I just wanted to be in the building to know what was going on and help and do record label shit. Um, so that's why I did Bolo and all of them helped me and, you know, <clears throat> Ayelet, all of them. Yep. Watched me grow. Um, and then... I start working at Vinnie Styles. I asked Ebro. I said, Ebro, I want to be a designer. Now I wanted to be a fashion designer because I <laughs> love streetwear. So I wanted to learn about it. 
he was like, hey, go and work at Vinny Styles or whatever. Vinny, you know, worked at Vinny Styles for a little bit and um, realized that that was not where I wanted to do anything because I didn't like retail, nor did I really like designing. I just like clothes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just realized you could just like clothes yeah, and yeah. buy it. Yeah, yeah, like, you didn't yeah. have to, like, do it's all, all right. that extra yeah, yeah. shit. <laughs> so, did that. Um, and then... Uh, interned at Hot, then did the street team at Hot, and then and that's when we first met you. Yes. So street team when at you're Hot. interning wow. at Hot 97, now you're a little more grown up, Diani. Yeah. You're not seven year old Diani. Right. Um, are a lot of the same people still working there? It changed a little bit. I mean, a lot of the core people were still there, um, but radio is heartless. Like <laughs> people get fired after Summer Jam. You had to keep your eyes open and know what was going on because they were about to cut about 10 people down. But the core people were there, you know, like the Ebro and um, Angie, Angie Enough, Flex. and Flex and Enough and all of them. They were there. Promotions, ah, mm-hmm. you know, people went. So did you get in where you fit in? Like, were you just no, doing whatever? I, didn't, I was doing whatever. Like, when I say I and I... <laughs> I'm talking about I was a nomad. I didn't because you had to go all the way back to Biscataway. Like I had to take a train. My mom was not driving me, by no. the way. She was very she still she forgave me. Yeah, but want, she still was upset. You want to find your own way? Find right. Your own find way. your own yeah. way. So she right. didn't she didn't get you in it hot. Well, no, she told me I had to like actually do the whole process. I had right. to sit and talk. Shout out to Donisha. I had to sit and talk to Donisha, the head of promotions. She basically invited all you know, she said, All right, all these these people you want to work here let's see she would just cut you down she during the interview process she cut you in pieces <laughs> and i was like this is not gonna work out like and plus she kicked my sister out my sister was also a street team member when she was young and donisha was like you need to go home because you don't have the hot 97 shirt on so you go home and that's the last time my sister's still scared of donisha wow so <clears throat> yeah donisha didn't play that she could easily tell my mom Nah, she's not working here. Um, but what you know, um I what what everything. like events were you doing? Were you doing like any of the things where you had to like drive out to Long Island and be like, hey, like you can win a car by keeping your hand on the car? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, not like that. But we would have to do like, you know, set up shop anywhere outside, anywhere on the Bron- in the Bronx, which in the Bronx, Brooklyn, anywhere in the hoods too. With the pop up tents, people wanted free shit all the time. Yeah. So all you're doing is like talking to people all day. And I enjoyed it. And finally when I started talking on the mic and, you know, talking to people and I was like, uh-huh. I kinda like this yeah. a little bit. But I didn't want to tell anybody. So, um and I try to push it away as much as possible. Like I'd have somebody else get on the mic. You get on the mic. You get on the mic. But um I I kinda just drifted that way. And then um yeah, I I worked all the time. Like when I say anytime somebody said they couldn't do an event, I was there. Anytime people said they needed coffee, I was there. Picked up from school, I was there. I was there. I just wanted to be there. I you, wanted to make sure I was working as hard as possible. Is this the first time in your life that you feel like, oh, I'm part of something that I actually enjoy? Yes. Yes. And um but I didn't want to do street team anymore and there was no way out. So I was like damn, this might have to end. Like, I might have to quit. Leave Hot 97. Um, leave Hot 97. So. But you didn't. Almost. 
I got a job at Adidas. Shout out to Adidas for lying. <laughs> I lied on my resume and said I was a fashion merchandiser. <laughs> <laughs> Looked up all the all the things to say as a fashion <laughs> merchandiser during the interview process. Killed that shit. Keywords. Keywords are. I don't even remember. I know I wrote them down. And I memorized them, and then I did the interview, and it was like, okay, well, you know, your first day of training is on whatever day. I said, sure, thanks, great. So <laughs> I was going to quit. Wait, um, can I ask, I, what is a fashion merchandiser? So basically, <laughs> you just pick clothes and put them on the mannequin, and also you tell them what's good and what's not, like what outfits are good and what <laughs> outfits are not good. Whoever hired me, <laughs> I don't know what they were. There. Like I literally was just making shit up. I was making shit up, and I. But I had a, you know, I guess the personality thing. It was cool. I got along with you everybody. You were good at lying. I was great, great at lying. So, um, yeah, that was it. But so you 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 get that job, but Hot ninety seven comes back to you. I go to work at Hot ninety seven to quit. And um, Ebro called me while I was in the office, and I was like, I thought he heard, like, heard mom. Somebody told him something. I was like, oh, fuck. So I answered the phone. He's like, yo, um, they're making changes with Hot. Um, Angie, you know, asked if you could work with her as a digital producer. Do you want to? And I was like, fuck yes. Are you crazy? Yes, absolutely. So he's like, all right, well, meet me in five minutes, and we'll talk it through, blah, blah, blah. And I quit Adidas so fast. <laughs> I was like, "Yep, quitting. I'm sorry. Something came up. I have to go." And that was the that was when I was like, "Okay, maybe this is what I'm supposed to do." Yeah. Um, because that was scary. That was very eerie. Um, and yeah. So Angie, I worked with Angie, and Angie told me that she wanted to work. You know, she was like, "I like you. You're always here." You're always working. You're always trying to find something. You're never in the artist's face. I don't believe in that whole, like, let's take pictures with every artist we ever see in life kind of thing. Unless you're working with them, then I get it. But if, you know, you're just random, you're just doing shit on the, in the corner somewhere and an artist is there, you don't really need to be taking pictures. Talk about what it means to get a cosign from not just an adult who believes in you and not just somebody who has experience, but Angie Martinez, the voice yeah. of New York. I tailored my life after her. I mean, after reading, it's scary. Reading that book, Angie Martinez's book, I was scared because I was like, this is crazy. The the, I tried to do everything like Angie, and then when I figured that I couldn't do everything like Angie, especially like she started earlier than I did, um, I started thinking I was a failure. I started to think that I this, was, this ship has sailed. I should have been doing this at 18, blah, blah, blah. Um, which is not the case. Everybody has their own face, but... I looked up. I look up to her. She is like the holy grail to me. You know, there's a few of them in there, and she's one of them for me. And so, what were your duties then? So my duties was to post. You know, take pictures of Angie and whoever she was speaking up, speaking to. Post them on social media. Um, all the questions that she has. You know, um, that you're she doing says research. On, yeah. yeah, everything I do, I'm trying to do at least. Um, and who else was on her team at that point? Drewski. Yeah. Me, Drewski, and Lewis. Shout out to Lewis. Um, Lewis also, he posted. He did like posted. He, he posted on her website because mm -hmm. she had a website too. So I was doing 187 posts and he was doing uh, Angie Martinez posts. 
so yeah it was all of us in there and angie you know we love her yeah. you know what i'm saying we all looked up to her what time do you get in in the morning um not early like because her show starts her yeah, show started at three to three. seven yeah so yeah um i got in at 12 mm-hmm because I also had to do the show before her, mm-hmm. um, Dennis. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember Dennis. Big Dennis. Yeah, big Dennis. Yeah, big Dennis. So um, we had to do those, and you know I had to get ready for Mr. C on the mix and mm-hmm. do all that stuff so I could post his mix on the site and stuff like that. So, so now <sighs> you have a purpose. Yeah, kind of. And you're you're working with a schedule. Yeah. So this is a five day a week thing. Every day. Was was Angie looking after you? Was she like telling you you did a good job? Was she yeah working you hard? Angie, you know, no. Angie, Angie gave me a lot of advice, especially you know, especially when I came to her about you know questions about how to handle men in this industry and whatever you know whatever question I had for her, she answered and she did not hold back. She made it very clear. She's always been honest, and that's what I loved most about her. Always been honest. She was the first person actually to tell me about my attitude. I had an attitude. I, I mean, I will always have an attitude, but she told me, you know, sometimes I can't always have so much all the time. And so I realized that, and I toned it down like years ago. But, yeah, <laughs> um, I, wor- I had to work on a lot of things about myself, especially at 23, 22 had a lot to work on. When did your mom start talking to you again? Oh, she talked to me a few weeks later, like two <laughs> weeks after, three weeks. She couldn't help it. She couldn't help it. <laughs> she had stuff to tell me, gossip, whatever. She really wanted to tell me. So she was like, <sighs> have you ever seen, um, you watch The Office? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. So you remember when Dwight was shunning um, uh, yeah, yeah, Andy? And he's yeah. unshunned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's, what, that's basically what she did. She was like, okay, I'm done. Do we watch The Office? <laughs> I know. I was looking at right Dwight. I am the biggest. Yeah. I have to... I cannot go to sleep unless the office is on. Wow. Yeah, I've watched all seasons at least 60, 50 times. Are you a Pam? Huh? Am I a Pam? <laughs> no, I'm not no Pam. I'm not Angela. Pam. I'm not Angela. <laughs> I'm Stanley. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm Stanley mixed with like... Yo, the look. Kelly? Oh, my Like God. the eye rolls? No, I'm not. I can't. No. <laughs> I am Stanley mixed with... Mm. See the Kelly thing, she gets like oh. used and abused. You know, Ryan always like fucks. Ryan's with her. an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe no. you're Ryan. I'm not Ryan. I'm not an asshole. Ryan, Andy. I'm... No. Are you well, Michael? Michael? Are you Michael? Yeah, wait. I'm I'm a little Michael, and then I'm a little because Michael makes me wait. upset sometimes how selfish he is. You're Stanley and you're Creed. I love Creed. Yes, I am Creed. I am Creed. Yes. You're not real, man. I love him. I love everybody on that episode. I mean, I love everybody on that show. I wish God they would bring that show back. They will never do it, but I know. But isn't it nice that we had those seasons there? It was a great time. (laughs) I watch it so much. Do you have a dumb do you have any Dunder Mifflin uh memorabilia? No, but I really want a mug. I said I would go and buy it. I keep forgetting. I want a Dunder Mifflin mug. And I also want the mug, um Michael Scott, the um best 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 I want that too. And I love Jim and I I want him as a husband. Yes, but I'm not Pam. Pam pissed me off. Like season season eight, she pissed me off. What? What? Why? That's that was during the time where she was not understanding his dream. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To go to, to Philly. Go to Philly, mm-hmm. and you just being scared because you want to be a fucking assistant. <laughs> go and work as assistant in a in Philly. What's the big deal? 
I so I read a BuzzFeed post maybe like last year, yeah. and it was about how Jim is an asshole. What? <gasps> Who says? And how? it's like it's like yeah, they like totally flipped the script, and they were just like yeah, oh, like no, they're trolling. They're not trolling. They, they made they, like they made cogent arguments. You you were convinced? I was convinced. I was like, what? Huh. Please help me. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way. Yeah. Because like, you think Jim's an asshole? I think that like Jim is basically basically I'm gonna I'm gonna boil it down. Yeah, Jim terrorizes uh, his coworkers. He, he terrorized <laughs> one, and Dwight de- de- deserved it some of the time. So. He he makes decisions without uh, including Pam on those decisions. He bought a house one time. Yeah, you know, like your mom surprised you, and you were so happy. <laughs> how long yeah. Right, but Pam should have said at that time, "You bought a house without telling me." She said, "You bought me a house," <laughs> so she was excited about it. So what the fuck is the big deal? Well, same with the getting a job. She had to follow his dream. I don't know what her... She was scary. And I understand the whole fear thing. She understood it, too, at the end, at, mm-hmm. in the last episode. She was like, she couldn't understand why she let fear, you know, direct her in all these other paths that she didn't want to do. But she let that shit... She tried to put that on him, and he's not... He's fearless. He's mm. not going to do all that anymore. He like, should have been communicating his wants and needs... <laughs> Whatever. He should have, but not all men do. You know right. what I'm saying? So yeah. it happens. Jim is a great man. <laughs> I love him. Oh, also, he made Rashida uh, move to uh, his oh, town. Yeah. He did her dirty. Right. All the way from like Stamford. He yeah. really thought he was done with Pam, though. And then he saw Pam again. He loves that woman. Love conquers all. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> so you're yeah, actually where Rashida was fucked up. Yeah, it is fucked up. That was a funny branch down there, though. Yeah. You know? Anyway. Great. Yeah. All I'm saying is there's both sides. Mm. <laughs> so, you're at, so you're at Hot, and you're working with Angie now, and that's your that's your life, right? Yeah. So uh, Summer Jams? Yeah, Summer Jams. Do you enjoy that day? Is it a big nope. sort of fun experience? I hated it. It was work. I'll, you know, then from street team all the way down, it was nothing but... You know, I love it because I get to talk shit, and everybody knows that I love talking shit about Summer Jam. It's amazing. Everybody wants to go. You can't go, and you mad. Mm-hmm. I will terrorize you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. But um, as far as doing the work, because then I was like, there's like pictures. Somebody had literally just sent me some pictures of me holding like a table on my shoulder i was doing what? anything i was yeah. a street te- during the street team time. why are you holding this table on your shoulder because i had to set up and yeah. break down oh, and do okay. she's not gonna go like hit that. somebody with it right no i was doing like prop. real ass work tents opening tents closing yeah. tents in the rain and you know it always fucking rains on summer jam <laughs> yeah so it's, i'm outside drenched doing shit and um, during the time I was a digital producer, I got to post and stuff like that. But you still have to make sure you get everything. You can't miss anything. And I always liked being in the front. What's the 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 pit? Yeah, yeah. I love the pit. The that's where we pit. would hang yeah. out. Yeah. And so, so like, yeah, like, uh, that's where you would see like Raven. That's where you would yeah. see us. That's where yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so low key, everybody. What? Although low key always. We always snuck down there with Loki. We weren't right. supposed to be down there. Well, you know, yeah. you, it's what it's what you do on Summer right. Jam. What did Ebro mean to your life and your career? Everything. I mean, that's like my father to me, and especially coming from somebody who didn't really have a father figure like that. Um, you know, he's tough on me, but he's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? He was very tough. Um, 
But he's taught me so many things about radio and about just being myself um, that I, I could never, ever, 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 like, disown this man or, you know, push him away or anything like that. That's like my father. You know, they make mistakes. They say things. I say things. We get into arguments. It happens. But that's, you know, that's one of the reasons why I'm here today. What do you think people get wrong about Ebro? That he's a mean, like he's a mean-spirited person. People really think he is mean-spirited. That man is so far from mean. Um, he has his moody times. He's a moody, moody man. And he's a Pisces. Oh, I knew you were going to go no, into that. Wait, I knew you were going to. What's March? You're asking the wrong I people. Don't know. Oh. I don't know. Well, we can, we can look around it that up. time, I know some people around his birthday, they're the same fucking people. <laughs> mm-hmm. They are very moody and so sensitive. And that's because of the sun and the moon and, and the, the waves stars and, and, and all the sand. that. Yeah. All of that. <laughs> but he, um, you know, he's a sensitive man and he cares a lot about the culture. And, you know, people's passions are different. In passionate reactions to shit is different i'm passionate about shit and i react differently you guys are passionate about shit and react differently he reacts differently you know what i'm saying and he's very protective of the culture and of hip-hop and And music right and his team he really is and he holds us down um so he means everything and i really don't want people to think that this man is just like some mean ass monster he wants you guys to think that of course so that he can have a reason to be an asshole <laughs> right but he's not really he's not that at all he's right. one of the most kindest man that i've ever met he's a really kind spirited dude and um i love him i love him he actually gave me money for my dad i was in a debutante at 16 he gave me my money mm-hmm. for you know to sponsor me on a, a magazine it was dope that's awesome. He's like a father to me. Where were you when Travis yelled at Jameer <laughs> to get off stage? Oh, my God. So if <laughs> nobody knows, Jameer is like my best friend. So I that was what happened craziest. to Raj? <laughs> <laughs> he was not my best friend. Shout out to Raj, though. You're listening. I don't know. I think he listens to a lot of podcasts. So I'm just going to say shout out to Raj. You know where you live. Yeah. Um, Jameer was on stage and I didn't even think it was him but while this whole thing was going on he was like get off the stage blah 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 I'm laughing cause I'm like who is this dude <laughs> who's on the stage and they're like that's Jameer and I was like wait what <laughs> and I run to the back and Jameer is heated like I've never seen Jameer so upset and he's such a nice he's like, you know, such he's, a nice guy all he does yeah. is play around and you know play yeah. and laugh and do dumb shit and so, travis scott was like get off my, my stage. stage dog <laughs> he was so pissed but i didn't even see him for the rest of the day because you know we had to work and stuff like that it don't stop like yeah. just because one of your friends got kicked off the stage by travis scott doesn't mean that you stop working right. you have to continue right. lots of tables right. to carry a lot of lots of <laughs> tables <laughs> lots of pictures to post you had a lot to do yeah, yeah, yeah. um so yeah he was very pissed i bet uh, it was very funny it was very funny <laughs> i made sure he was good yes. and i laughed because it was very, very And you funny. laughed very hard. And then when we heard the song, <laughs> that shit was funny. And I was like, damn, you are forever going to be... That guy. That guy. Yeah. Um, he was like, yeah. That's something to tell you, kid. Do you want to call out uh, whatever friends you have who begged every year for summer jam passes? 
nope not doing it this time i'm better you know what i'm saying i'm better therapy shout out to therapy yo people people will call you like like an hour before though right people will call no during the show what is people people family included will Uh call you as soon as the announcement happens automatic hey cuz yeah, what's up yeah. blah, blah blah shut the fuck up you got Whatever, me? we don't talk <laughs> i don't respond to anything anymore so well now you don't work there <laughs> right i don't but they still think i do when i quit before when i click quick in may people thought that i had tickets to go in june i'm like well, no, how I many quit. tickets did you have i didn't have anything <laughs> why won't you just give us tickets no just for myself <laughs> i'm just going with me myself like that's all i was doing and so everybody thought i was acting funny and all that shit. And Yo, let me like, just roll with you, like, and, and I'll nah, just, like. <laughs> but also, by the way, Diani doesn't respond to texts anyway. Right? And so it doesn't even matter. What makes you think I'm responding to you asking me for something? Yeah. What is wrong <laughs> with you? Yeah, no, I'm good. Where Bye. Where were you when Angie announced that she was leaving Hot 97? In that room. You were there. Yep. Me, Drewski, Lou. Erica, I were in that room. Well, she pulled us aside before she got on air and she told us. I thought she was joking. Was it a funny and joke? No, I, I don't know what I thought. I, I just was like, what are you talking about? Then I saw Drewski, whom I have to say it. Sorry, Drewski. He cried. So I was like, oh, no, you're serious. This is a serious thing. Yeah. So I was a mess. You didn't start laughing because you were like, ha, ha, ha. No. Like, we're all joking. <laughs> no, yes. No. I, then I started saying how serious it was. And I was like, oh, this is serious. And she wouldn't take her sunglasses off. Mm. So I just knew that was it. I was, I was, I was, I couldn't even believe this was happening. It was a crazy moment. That shit was crazy. That was, that was one of the craziest moments. That and Mississippi quitting on air. Probably the best, I mean, not the best, but the biggest moments, I think, in radio for me. Mississippi getting on that, <laughs> getting on air and quitting was liberating it's it felt free yeah it felt amazing but seeing it you know what i'm saying when people were like pulling at the door you know what i'm saying to get him and he kept holding on to the door and he still was on air i was like this shit is popping but um it, it looked great it looked liberating you know what i'm saying i but, love c but the, but the angie own. thing uh the the crazy thing was that there was no notice it was that day yeah and that was it yep and it was such a big move to go to the station down the dial. That's what hurt, I think, everybody then. Because we knew, we knew where she was going, whatever. But I was like, oh, right, she didn't man. announce it that day. Yeah. yeah, no, I was like, yeah. man, this is going to be crazy. Because who would have thought? I would have never thought, you know what I'm saying? Because it's Angie Martinez. Yeah. Angie is hot at 87. Like, yeah. That when you think of Hot 87, for most people, you think Angie and you think Flex, but you think Angie. You know what I'm saying? Voice of New York. It's Angie Martinez. So, yeah, when that happened, and my mom had explained a lot to me. You know what I'm saying? She's been in radio for 30 years, so she was just explaining to me how this this is what happens, and you got to get used to it, and it's a cold world out here. You know, people got to make choices. People, You also have to remember, people have families and want to provide and when there's a bigger check hell yes i'm gonna and plus when you feel stagnant and you know you feel like you're doing the same thing you've already hit the ceiling which i'm sure she felt you know what i'm saying there's other things to do that you can do other things which is why i left i think a reason why angie um 
you know, her her movement and stuff and a lot of other people's movements made me want to do other things and challenge myself because I felt like I was just there and I wanted to do more. Yeah, you transitioned into doing stuff with the on morning air, show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so I did, yeah, stuff. Ebro in the morning. Mm-hmm. I did, um, you know, just... Did you like the mornings? I, uh, no. <laughs> oh, no, waking up? No, not yeah, at yeah, all. That's what I'm asking, Work, yeah. Working with them, the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... I liked at the beginning when, like, you know, so they have that back studio where they will film the interviews. Right. And every now and then, like, you would just sort of, like, pop up, like, behind Ebro's shoulder or something right. like that. And you were introduced and it was like, oh, this is, this is cool. Right. And it developed into, like, more and more of a more, thing. Yes. And that's when, you know, people started to say, oh, well, she has a voice. Oh, that's dope. Whatever. So, um, yeah. After that, I'd started to really get into also new music. I wanted people to listen to new music and not... You know, because I can get stuck in 94, 95, 96, 97, 98. Mm-hmm. And get stuck there and not move. <laughs> also, I can get stuck in 08, 09. Yeah. I get stuck there too. But And 07 and 06. 07. <laughs> not 06 so much, but I can get stuck, stuck in 07. 07. 06 only because <laughs> late registration came out in 06, right? 05. 05. I think so. No, I think. I mean, 06? Yeah, I think it might have been 06. It might be 05. We'll do research. Yeah. But I know during that, yes, because it's very leverage. That's all I was listening to. Yeah. No, 2005. 2005. Okay. 15. Shout out so, to yes. But, um, yeah, I was like, okay, I want to do more things. So, who's next started to take off? Mm-hmm. I mean, and that was already there. You right. know what I'm saying? Oh, Carly Hustle did that yeah. before right. me. And then, but, I mean, before then, Carly Hustle was. But then Chris you Nadler. took over. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You and took over um, who's, who's next. next. I remember seeing Diani at her first who's next oh my god and being like yo because Diani was freaking out <laughs> and i had to be like yo like it's gonna be okay like nope. people will come and you mm. were like Mm-mm. <laughs> i was so scared i was just scared i first of all i realized then that i can't put together at events i'm not good at it i'm not good i just want the artist to be on stage that's all as far as everything else is concerned i don't really care i just want to showcase music right that was it um the details and emails about it not miss really me a fan of. miss <laughs> yeah. me but um that was a great experience because i got to meet so many artists that i do love that i've met on soundcloud or i met um i mean you know listen to on soundcloud and met through twitter or met through instagram or whatever it is and i'm like yo you can can you you know i listen to this can you do this can so that was really dope. I really did like that. I I, I enjoyed that. That was my favorite. Yeah, part who did you meet back there? Um, or who'd you like? Who did you <clears throat> get on the Who's Next stage? Oh God, <laughs> oh, I have to write a whole list. So I think so. Dej Loaf. Um. Oh God, it's a whole list. BJ the Chicago Kid. Mm. Um. God, it's a whole, it's a lot of people. Like, I can't even think. First, and I have a really bad memory. I'm also realizing that, too. It's <laughs> not today? Really, I don't know what, no, I realized that a few weeks ago where I can't remember certain things. Like, when people ask me about music and stuff like that, and I'm like, I don't even remember what year that was. I remember the song, and mm-hmm. I remember the person. I just don't remember years, and that drives me crazy. And now I don't remember names. But I'll send you a list. I'm Jeff. And I'm Eric. Yeah. I, yeah. I know this already. <laughs> But that's, and that's Dwight. And that's Dwight. I keep looking at Dwight. I love that Bible. Um, but it was a whole bunch. I, I it was a lot, you know. And it, some of them were just passion projects where I felt like, you know, they still haven't probably taken off. 
but I know in time drum. Wow. Um, in time where love drum. Yeah. Um, Amine. Mm. Um. Mm. Did I have Amine? I can't remember. I have to write it down. I have to write it down. But it's been so much, and it's been a year and about two years. Yeah. How did, I did it? How did Scotty feedback develop? Fadia, my fairy godmother, um, had this idea. She was like, "Hey, why don't you just listen to music and um, give feedback?" Because she was working at Twitter at, at the Twitter, time. Yeah. right? She invited me to Twitter, and they were using a some new app to do it. I was like, "Sure." <laughs> so I did it. And it really did well. And I was like, I don't want to keep doing this. So then I said, but I want to invite people to do it. I want to invite you guys, by the way. Um, so It's not too late. Yeah, there's still no, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I want to. I'm going to. Um, I just want to have everything and put my shit together first. Yeah. But, but who are some of the people who you did have with you? Okay, so DJ Clark K. Yeah. Young Guru. Yeah. Elliot Wilson. Just B-Dot. Low-Key. Um, mm, Lenny S. Lenny S. Shit. Um, 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 um. Wayno? Carl. Carl Cherry. Mm. Um, Wayno. Um, hmm. You, you would, so you would, you would solicit music from people and listen to the music with your guest. Yes. How long did you give each song? Well, it was up to them. Like, it was usually up to DJ Clark Kent, Young Guru, whoever, whoever I was invited. Jinx. Jinx. Yeah. See, yeah. you have a better memory than I <laughs> That's do. That's not true. <laughs> and no, it's insane. Yes, you do. But um, I'm trying to look because I know I'm missing somebody. Wayno, yes. Oh, Biz. Ah. It's Biscuit. Mm-hmm. And Pete Rock. Mm, wow. Yep. Fader Magazine's Naomi oh. and Lakin Imani. Shout out to Naomi. Um, Young Guru. Yeah. Elliot Wilson and Lenny S. And a few others. Yeah, a whole list. So, <laughs> Wait, yeah, so, but but not us. <laughs> no, I'm going to. I promise. I promise. I have so many other people I want to get to. Oh, oh, okay. You, so yeah, yeah, before, yeah, no, right. no, no, right before. I haven't us. done one. The last one I think was what Wayno. I think the last one was Wayno. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, I'm going to continue to do them. Um, so you would listen to the music. You would give feedback. Yes. Generally, how was your Carl. criticism received? Um, great. Yeah. They they liked it, you know. No matter how, you know the the most crucial I think person I had, the person that was like who didn't give any fucks was <laughs> DJ Clark Kent. Yeah, no kidding. And <laughs> yeah, well he does he not was, hold back in no, any ever. whatsoever. Like, that's yeah. why I love him so much. The best. Um, but he was just like, this shit is trash. <laughs> this is go back to the drawing board. This is bad. Blah blah. blah. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. Do you know after, so after we did the round table here mm-hmm. for 2016, mm-hmm. and I said that 2 Chains had the best verse of 2016 period, mm-hmm. Clark texted me and texted me and texted me all these different verses that he felt were better. And then when I wasn't responding, he called me. <laughs> right. And he was just like, here's why you're wrong. And right. so I was like, so now I'm sitting in my room, Eric's uh, pacing in his room <laughs> with uh, Clark on speakerphone and I'm filming it because it was the funniest thing it was like 10 minutes uninterrupted it, yeah. of Clark Kent <laughs> being like push it to you had the best verse of the year and let me tell you why yeah. and Eric is like uh huh uh huh okay. yeah yeah right. <laughs> Any number of Jay Z's verses. This, 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 and he's like naming all of them. I'm just like, I'm, I'm sorry, Clark. I'm sorry. Right. I'm, I'm wrong. I'm right. sorry. No, but by the way, no, but you weren't wrong. You I said, was right. I yeah. was right. <laughs> <sighs> 
And we saw him recently, and every time I see him, I tell him. So right. I love Clark. He's he's like my uncle. I, I love them. I love him. I love them all. I love all DJs, you know what I'm saying? Because they are literally... I want to get DJ Red Alert. Mm. I do. But he really... He, I would have to like really pick the songs. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to waste he, his time. I don't want yeah. Well, I just don't want him to be like, what the fuck is... This shit is... Tr- everything is trash. Because <laughs> um, I randomly select so that people won't bitch at me about, oh, I'm picking favorites or right. whatever yeah. the fuck it is. I just go with who's, you know... What ever, and if their name is ridiculous, I'll pick it because I'm like, I just want to hear what the fuck. <laughs> How long into a song starting do you know me, myself? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, first f- 20 seconds, 20, 25 seconds. I'm like, uh, if it's a long intro, I'll give it a minute, but 25 seconds, I know if this shit is going bang or not. If it does not bang, I remember the one that you did with Carl. And you guys talked about how names actually play a part yes. in like whether or yes. not I it's gonna work. I want to or not, right? Yeah. This, this is why I don't listen to XX Tentacion. <laughs> I was like, I don't even understand it. I don't want it. Don't thank you. And then the whole abuse. Oh thing, yeah, there's that. Know. Oh no, yeah, yeah, that whole. I mean, this is before I found out about his dumb ass, like yeah. actually doing dumb shit. Yeah, I his name was enough for me to be like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Right. Um, until somebody else says, oh, no, listen, for real. I'm yeah, like, yeah. nah, I'm good. Um, but, yeah, me and Carl talked about that and about, you know, how names are really important. If you have a really good name, some people are, people are going to listen, just to listen. It's the real. Right. Yeah. It's perfect. the real. What yeah. a perfect name. Right. Perfect name. You have great, you know, if you have a great name, that's just the beginning. You just, you're just opening the door. It's mm-hmm. good. When did you know it was right to leave Hot 97 for yourself? I didn't know. I just did it. That day, I just did it. I There was no forethought. There was no planning. Nope. You woke up that day, walked in, and... I had plan. I mean, I looked at my account, and I said, all right, I'm good for a little bit. I hate this. I didn't want to do digital producing anymore. I wanted to do something else. And... um I was watching Nina Simone um, documentary the other day and she was talking about no fear. And I think that's what pushed me that day. Was it May 1st or some shit like that? I was like, yeah, I'm going to quit today. I'm going to get my two weeks in. And I told my mom, I didn't tell anybody else. I told my mom and she was like, yep, I've been told you it was time to go. I need you to go to do other things. To, you know, you're young still. Why not still experiment? You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, yeah, I'm done. And HR, I had gotten in trouble for something. I forgot what it was. So they were sitting with me. My my manager was sitting with me already. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, like, give my two weeks. I was shaking. Because everybody, the HR lady, she knows me for a very long time. So her eyes were like big and was like, what? I'm like, she thought you were going to beat her up? No, (laughs) she would beat me up. She don't play that. Um, I'm glad you didn't pull like the the stop and shop shit. (laughs) Bring your mom in and just scream. Mm, I just was ready to go. I was ready to go. I was tired of being in the same, doing the digital producing and, 
you know, uh, posting shit that I don't really care about, especially gossip shit. I don't care about. I don't care about gossip mm -hmm. or entertainment. You understand? Like, I don't want to do it. That's my goal to not do it. Mm -hmm. You know, because sometimes women can get, especially in the industry, you get sucked into doing the fucking entertainment news right, or some shit like right. that, which is amazing for people who love to do that shit. Right, right. I want to just focus on music. That's mm -hmm. all I want to do. I want to talk about music. Are Dej Loaf and Lil Durk dating? <laughs> right. <laughs> See, so, I don't care. So that shit I don't care about. You know... You know this, you've seen this, we've seen this, a million people have seen this. You get on Twitter and people can be assholes. Mm -hmm. People can be just jerks for no reason. Mm -hmm. The day that you announced that you were leaving Hot 97, it was the opposite. Yeah. Can you talk about what the reaction felt like? It was overwhelming. I um that's what made me cry. It was, you know, the people in the build in the building made me cry too, you know what I'm saying? But the Twitter being like, "Yo, what?" like, you know, I'm supporting you wherever you go and stuff like that. And it was a lot. I didn't realize how big it would be until like it happened. And my Twitter just wouldn't, the, the loading, like I kept trying to load everything. And I was like, dog, like, okay. <laughs> and Instagram too. Everybody was like, yo, this is a big move. Like you're really doing this. This is big. You, you inspire me to leave my job. I still get that. When I went to homecoming, a lot of people was like, Hey, you inspired me to leave my job because if you can leave Hot 97 mm -hmm. and just want to do your own thing out of the off, off of faith. Cause I didn't have anything backed up. You know what I'm saying? I had a few contracts that I knew I was going to say no to anyway. So that was it. I just wanted to leave and focus on what I could do for myself. I, and also Hot 97 is like a nest to me. It's like a child's nest. I've been there forever since I was seven. I've seen people in that building. I've seen people grow out of that building. I also wanted to be one of those people to grow out of it. I might have to come back. You know what I'm saying? Things, some people leave just to come back. But you don't really know. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't really. I don't, it's, I don't know. <laughs> but I do know that you have to step out on faith sometimes. And because, you know, prior I said all I did was live life fearful of everything of what everyone thought and what they would think of me and my talent and what they would think of me and and what I'm capable of doing and why the fuck I cared so much about them and what they thought so I was just ready to step out on me and just just hopefully just yeah just do me and that's what this is all about being fearless and shit yeah so that's what started it, my whole fearless thing. I'm going to be fearless for the rest of my life after that because nobody would leave. I don't think anybody would leave like that. And you left. <clears throat> and, but she had something backed up. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She had something backed up. Right. I didn't have anything backed up. I just well, knew. I remember we were hearing there was something in the works. And you and I remember talking to you and you were like, uh, yeah, no, like maybe, I don't know. Yeah. That's what, and that's what I'm saying. I, I didn't know. I was just like, ah. You know, and everybody had told me, make sure you had something backed up. Make sure you I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll figure it out. Um, but you just got to count on yourself sometimes. And a lot of the times I've counted myself out of shit. You know what I'm saying? Talked myself out of doing shit that I knew that I was capable of doing, but I was just scared mm -hmm. of being either good at it, one, or just being bad at it. It yeah. just, there was no win. <laughs> so, so at some point I was like, you know what? You know, I know I'm capable of doing some shit. You know, I don't know what shit, yeah. but I know I'm capable of talking about music. I'm capable of knowing about music, and I'm capable of putting people on to good shit. So, 
That's it. A, and that's that same spirit as when you were up as you know Miss Miss, Miss Junior, Junior yeah. which was n- like no one would think that no one would think yo Diani went on stage and sang that's crazy that's yeah. first of all that's step one of nuts yeah. Yeah. no one well, what's would crazy is that you're not singing it here and now no I'm <laughs> wait singing I'm here tired. and now the song here, here and now, now. Yeah. <laughs> I promise to love faithfully <laughs> I love that song. So now you are working with Revolt. Yes. And with them. How is that? It's fun. It's fun. That's good. I'm ha- it's a good experience because this is new. TV is new for me. Mm-hmm. So the whole teleprompter thing is troublesome. I, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Isn't the whole like um, the the idea when you're reading a teleprompter is you have to read but like just keep your eyes focused on. Right. Mm-mm. But like. Right. You're, oh, so what you're doing is you're reading left to right as it's going by. I'm reading. Yeah. I'm literally saying, hey, welcome to Revolt TV. This is Scotty Beam, period. <laughs> Next. Yeah. I am going. Like, like hitting the typewriter. Right. Right. Yeah. right. But I'm learning. I mean, I'm doing better now at the teleprompter. Um, but because I'm dyslexic, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of shit. I have to slow down. I'm a fast reader, too. Yeah. And sometimes I'll words will just go everywhere i just like this shit is making sense and then um or what really good what's really good for me is reading it before mm-hmm. usually not everybody has a script before yeah but if they do then i can read it and i'm like all right well at least i memorized the first like three sentences but you have a bad memory <laughs> right but it's good to see it and memorize you can see and memorize. Yeah, yeah. i like that but um I'm learning. That's a learning experience. And plus, camera in my face is not really um, fun. No. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's just invasive. I remember having a conversation with you at some party that we were both hating. And <laughs> right. um, which is, I feel like, most of our interactions. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And so, but I remember um, it, was, it was you and Raven were starting to get like a lot of attention on Instagram. And mm-hmm. I remember being like, yo, just don't take any of these comments to heart. Um, and it's like a different conversation. But um, I, I want to know what you felt like when your when your Instagram started popping off and you were like, oh, shit, like, is this like, what is this? I didn't think anything of it. I didn't really think anything. It was my friends and stuff who made a bigger deal about it than I did because I've watched it grow. You know what I'm saying? Some people are just like, oh, that's just Diani. And then go on Instagram and be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, the comments sometimes bother me, but I don't care anymore. Like, I don't really care. I don't care what they say. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure I've gotten all the comments that you can possibly imagine of, like, you don't know anything because you're a woman, and you also don't know anything because you're black, or you don't know anything because Wait, you you're still black get and these? a woman. Mm-hmm. Huh? You still get these comments? Um... Not as much as I got when um, I was with Ebro in the morning. Because it was, you know, basically, you know, I'm a woman and I'm black. And either I'm just angry or um, I just don't know anything. Mm. So those were the things. Or because I was pretty or whatever. Right. So like, and when I say pretty, I'm putting in quotes because that's not something I des- describe myself as. But that's what people say. So 
those are the reasons why you don't know anything. Right. I used to, one of my favorite things to do on Instagram uh, in the comments is to repeat oh, yeah. what people say. Um, the and, thirst comments. Yeah, yeah. It's like, those were my favorite ones. But um, Thirst comments are crazy. But I stopped doing that after a while. Why um, did you stop? You want me to start again? Yes, <laughs> I like those. Those were funny. Jeff jumps and they, in. And that makes me pay attention to some of them. Like yeah. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Jeff jumps in with those comments, with the come to Brazil I love saying comments. come to Brazil. And also, <laughs> Jeff loves to jump into people's lives. Oh, yeah. Okay, so my favorite thing to do on Instagram Live is to um, start commenting. Wait, uh, I heard that, like, Wayno, for instance. I'll be like, Wayno, I... People say he's 4'11", and then, like, see if people get mad. Um, like, uh, Wayno gets, like, furious, and then um, and Carter Got Wings also gets furious. <laughs> Carter Got Wings. Carter Got Wings is actually, like, 6'6", six, six or something. Yeah, 6'5", something like that. And I keep being, like, he's 4'11", and he's like, motherfucker. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, yes, I should do more lives, too. You should. Lives you should. Lot. It's a great format. We love doing it around here, and when we went to London, like, you're direct to your fan base. It's amazing. Right. It's amazing. Right. Diani, you do not return texts or um, phone calls. No, I do not. Or DMs, actually. No. Just so um, talk about the reasoning behind that, because a lot of your friends want to know. Well, no. <laughs> what I do? See, why do you bring my friends into? This? <laughs> I, I count my, myself as one of your friends. Okay. Yes. <laughs> my thing is this, right? I told you about my memory. <laughs> That's not what it is. Knows. The reason why I I always. My intentions are to respond. Uh-huh. That's the intent. Oh so that we're already halfway there. <laughs> my intent is to respond, but unfortunately, how my memory goes and how everything works, I'm just like, oh yeah. And I think I respond. Sometimes I really do in my mind say, yes, I'll meet you at two p.m. And I don't respond. <laughs> this is the second worst. This is the second oh, worst response because the the worst one is. In my mind, I responded to you. Right. No, Currency told us that. Our friend Marsha tells us right. that. Like, no. No. Because in my mind, I responded. No. Right. I no. respond in my mind. No. And I think my thumbs are doing all the work. No. Meanwhile, you swiped away from it. It was like, <laughs> ignore. No, no, I didn't. I said, oh, oh, that's dope. And then <laughs> I said, I respond. In your mind. Or sometimes I'll be in the middle. I, I can like find like Three, where I'm in the middle of typing it, like, yeah, sure. And then I don't send it. <laughs> and then it's just there. I'm sure my mom has tons of them. How many unread emails do you have? Uh, emails. Yeah, Eric. Are we going into the six 22, figures? 22,000. 22, yeah. <laughs> that was a slow. And I don't know. They can't count how many, um, how many... Text you oh, sure can. Oh, how many do you have? Thousands? I don't know. It's just, not if you look at the, ooh, weird. anymore. The, wait, wait. How many missed phone calls? Ninety three. Um, ninety three missed phone calls. No, that's <laughs> voicemails. Cause what are you leaving voicemails for? And most of what? them are just. Is your voice? Is your mailbox full or whatever? Uh, sure is. I When's bet, the last yeah. time you checked a voicemail? <laughs> yeah. Let's um, listen to some on air. <laughs> my mom leaves them. I think. She's like. Speaker, how do you do this? Yeah, I'm calling the there already. Oh my god! What? She's not even talking to you. Did she butt dial you? Like, no. She just said, "Diani, making sure you made it there, all right." And then, like, who? She sounds drunk. And my mom, I promise you, she doesn't drink. Yeah. Diani, I'm calling the there already. 
Was she drunk? What did, time was this? Did you make it there? <laughs> yeah. Was Wait, it here? Why, why did yeah. your mom leave your voicemails if you don't if you don't listen to them? Because she thinks I listen to them. Guess what? I don't. What is this one? My mom leaves a lot. I'm just realizing. <laughs> The dog walker got locked out, so I have to head home. Where are you and what are you doing? All right, bye. Yep. Where are you and what Basically, are you doing? Basically, mom, just <laughs> sending bunches of voicemails all the time. Oh, yeah. Solid. Yeah, so good. that's it. You know um, what I'm saying? Like, all mom. That's all this is. All right. Well, my, my other question that I have to ask is, for any single commenter who's out there, how can they date you? <laughs> There's no way to date me when you meet me on social media. I'm not meeting anyone on social media to date them. There's no way. There's not no way. Even if they write a comment that's no. so respectful, what no. if, which they never do. No, right. No. Can I'm they, not meeting you on social can media. They, can they submit like a song asking you out on a date to Scotty Feedback? Wait. No, because they've done that already. Really? This Scotty, this Scotty Beam songs. I yeah, know. We, we listened to it. Oh, yes, it. we yeah. did. <laughs> Yes, there's Scotty Beam song. I did not know this. Yes, there is. Oh, we never talked about how did uh, Beam come into your life? Beam because um, I needed a Twitter name. And my friend was like, shout out to DJ. He was like, listen, uh, you ever heard of Beam Me Up Scotty? I was like, no. I was like, Nicki Minaj? He was like, no, Star Wars or Star Trek or whatever the fuck it is. I was like, oh, yeah. He was like, so you could do Beam Me Up Scotty. I was like, it's too long. So I was like, what about Scotty Beam? And he was like, that works. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it works. And then that's how we that's how it happened and then it took off people were like scotty beam yeah. beam like yeah. people like that it's name. a scotty meme yeah scotty beam yeah scotty meme yeah so yeah that was it and people just forgot my name existed and then when ultralight beam came out you thought oh my god that was about me <laughs> that's the scotty uh, song yes i love that that's one of my favorite songs too that's one of if i was emo like during this time, mm-hmm. which you still probably are. I fairly am, because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still listen to some shit that I'm like, damn, this is crazy. dark. Yeah, this is- <laughs> I love dark hip hop. Wait, but do you also listen to like actual emo? No, what is actual emo? Emo like no, like Fallout Boy, like yeah. <gasps> oh yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, who's saying move along? Oh. Move along, move along, like I know you. All American E rejects. Ooh. <laughs> move go on, go on. That was what? very sad. And then September. What's that song with Green Day? When September ends. Oh, that's so. Wake sad. me up when September ends. Oh my God, beautiful song. Very emo. I was yeah. I like. How are you songs. singing All American Rejects on here, but you will not sing the gospel song? No, I will not. I will not do it. Two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, I like, I used to like um all the emo rock soft. What is it? What do they call it? What do y'all call it? Pop rock. What do y'all call it? You what know, are y'all? Eric, no, what are you? Eric, we and our white friends. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. We're out here singing here y'all and now. Y'all are in for me. <laughs> yeah, my only white friends. I really want to understand. And Rory, shout out to Rory. Yeah, Rory's this not is white. It? No, this he's, is it? he's so an R and B. So Rory was in a frat. Yes, he's a kappa. Yeah. Yeah. He can, Doesn't he can, get more. That guy can stroll. That. <laughs> yeah. Right. Cap, he can stroll really well. Yeah. I've never seen him stroll, actually. I'm yeah, lying. I'm just, I'm just being a friend. I'm like, yeah, he can stroll really great. Rory, next time we see you, you're strolling for all three of us. He said he retired right. the stroll. I know. Yeah. yeah, after a certain age, it looks childish. <laughs> Sit down. 
You know what I'm saying? Sit down and give your money in. You know what I'm saying? Go and be, do charity work, but don't don't stroll. Right? Like you're too says old. Miss, says Miss. Says Miss Junior. Hello, I'm Miss Junior. <laughs> I will send you these pictures. Yo, they can, pictures. they can never take that away from you. No, they will never. That's forever. Although they can really, they can. I'm sure they did in the middle. Like they were like, yeah, we'll crown the second, but you're still second. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You're an afterthought. Right. So, like Dwight said, <laughs> like you're an afterthought. So please, Diani, you have come so far from you know your from the Bronx, from high school, you know. From you're tr- you're still trying to make P-Way a thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Still, first of all, it's always a thing. There's no right <laughs> way to your career. There's no wrong way to your right. career. There's right. only yeah. a P-Way to it's, your career. Hello, <laughs> only a P-Way. This cat. The way. Thank you so much for coming through. And thank you so much for not making me pee black. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. We didn't do it to her, by the way. That's not what I heard. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of A Waste Time with It's The Real. Jeff, if people want to find out more about us, we are It's The Real. If people want to find out more about this podcast, it's called A Waste of Time with It's The Real. If people want to get in touch with us, if people want to track us down, if people want to say, hey, where are those two tall dudes that I saw walking around ComplexCon? Where can they go? You can come straight up to me and tell me that I am way taller than you think because that is apparently what everybody's got in the memo that you have to come up to me and say, wait, you're really tall. You know the only person who didn't take notice of how tall you were? Who? The the person at the desk of the fucking airline that put you in that middle seat. Oh I mean, my god. It just just yeah. Give the man some leg room. My god. It was a bummer. Anyway, you can always find us at soundcloud.com slash a waste of time. You can also search on iTunes, search for a waste of time with it's the real. We are also on Twitter at it's the real, Facebook at it's the real, Instagram at it's the real. If you want to find any of our music, it is on any streaming platform, including Spotify, Pandora. Google Play and Title, Title, Apple Music. Keep naming them. There's They're so on many all of them, them out there. You can search for our album Teddy Bear Fresh on all streaming platforms. You can also find us on SoundCloud.com slash It's The Real should you want to listen to our music there. Jeff, you know that these last four shows that we've done in New York, in Los Angeles, and in London are only the start. And if you guys want us to come to your city, let us know. Hit us up on all social networks and tell us that you want us to come to your city and we will work on making that happen. As we found when we were at ComplexCon and we were seeing all these different people who appreciate what we do, Jeff, we know that the podcast is only so big until those people spread the word and we know it starts with us. So, who would you like to shout out? Oh my god, I have so many people to shout out that we saw in Los Angeles, including, but not limited to, because I know I'm going to forget a bunch of people. Right. But I want to shout out Awesome Nobody. I want to shout out Little Miss Entertainment. They both came from New York. Yes. They've seen now three of our shows. Can we go back and forth? Can we like trade off like yeah, Jada Kiss and Styles? Yeah. I want to shout out Alex and Alex who came down from Seattle for our show. That was awesome. And the fact that we ran into them on the floor at ComplexCon was super dope. I want to shout out Ty from Silver Spring, Maryland. Oh my God. Who was like, hey, we've met twice now. <laughs> I came to your Rockefeller show. Yeah. I've come to this. Don't ever forget me again. So, shout out to Ty, a big fan of the podcast. Absolutely. And it's the real. Jeff, I want to shout out Jimmy Brandley. Oh, our that's friend, a good one. Our friend down from uh, North Carolina who came through 
not only the VIP Q&A and meet and greet ahead of our show, not only was game enough to show up on the stage when we needed someone from the audience, shout out to Jimmy Branley, who also took the time to hang out with us at ComplexCon and run around the floor and stop in at all these different stores to say hi. Shout out to Jimmy for being just a great person. Um... By the way, this is amazing because this is all off the dome. So I'm trying to remember who we saw. <laughs> okay, I also want to shout out um, Chino from North Carolina while we're on the North Carolina tip. Yes. I also want to shout out Sam, Casey, uh, Spelby, Stephen, Mark and Daya. Wow, a uh, lot of Adam Factory uh, alumna. Yeah. Um, did I oh, Brandon Thompson. Brandon who we Thompson saw. we saw. Definitely. Yeah. Shout out to everybody uh, who made our stay up there amazing, including Nur and Abigail and Sophie and Jamal. That was awesome to hang out with all of those guys. Yeah, I think, uh, not to cut this short, but like, it was dope because for our show, you know, we, we talked to everybody beforehand for the VIP like, Q&A thing, yes. but then afterwards... For an hour and a half, we stuck around talking to all these people who we just wanted to, down, like, yeah. yeah, wanted to take pictures with us or like talk to us or or wanted to, you know, ha- have us sign their T-shirts or you know uh, follow their podcast or whatever. So that was amazing. It was all amazing. I'm so grateful that all these people would would want to talk to us. Shout out to Galvin Kiddos for making the trip up, man. It was awesome to see him and, and, and chop it up in real life. I want to shout out uh, people from Interscope, Boston Odd. I want to shout totally. out um, Kirsten Stubbs. Um, I want to shout out Aura, who wasn't there, but she bought a ticket. I want to shout out Adeska, who wasn't there, but bought a ticket. She's not from Interscope, though. Franz. Yeah. Follow Franz. Yeah. How about Brian Nolan? How yeah. about Miss Dimples? How about Sam Riddle? How about... Yeah, everybody at Capital Records. So many people in the building. We wanted to shout out... Oh, uh, I want to shout out Chris Atlas. Shout out to Chris Atlas. Warner Brothers Records in the building. I want to shout out Va. Shout out to Va. Yo, I want to shout out King Vashti, who wasn't able to make it to the show, but then we ran into at ComplexCon. It was awesome. We took a picture with her and, and Premium Pete. Pete. Yeah. Man, had the greatest conversation oh with Pete. By I way, shout out to him. I want to shout out Frank the Butcher. Yeah, Frank the Butcher. Who was not at the show, but we did see him at ComplexCon. He was like, hey, big fan. And we were like... <laughs> Oh, nice to meet you. And he was like, I'm Frank. Yeah. And we were like, okay, cool. And he was like, Frank the, the butcher. butcher. And we were yeah. like, oh, okay, gotcha. We're like, yo. So shout out to Frank the Butcher. Yo. Shout out to Mayor. But yeah, shout out to Mayor. We want to make it out to Boston. Shout out to Frank the Butcher. We're definitely going to do something out there. Irene and Jay Vasquez. But we ran into them. We're going to get pupusas. That's right. And tacos. Yeah. Um, I want to shout out Drum. I want to shout out Dave East. I want to shout out Wale. Wale, we had a great conversation with. Um, I want to shout out Pusha T. Lenny S. And, and Set Free and Stephen Victor and Sycamore. And, man, the list goes on and on. Shout out to Yes Jules for allowing us to do the 1 a.m. stuff. Shout uh, out to Joe Lapuma and Joe Lapuma and Noah and Frazier. Yeah. Shout out to Chops. Big shout out to Chops. Oh, dude. shout out to Kyle. Okay, guys. Big shout out to Kyle because Chops asked us if we wanted to ask a question in front of a live audience for a live taping of Everyday Struggle, and we said, yes, of course. So we go over there and we ask our question. The question was, who is your favorite record industry plant and why? And we were like, ha, 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 that's going to be a fun, jokey thing for them to answer and brush off. Yeah. And Kyle tried to answer it seriously, and it just... Don't think it really worked, and our apologies for fucking up that whole thing. Yeah, uh, I want to shout out... I want to shout out Puck. By the way, oh, shout out to Puck, Puck, who we saw all around ComplexCon, his first trip to Long Beach and Los Angeles, and we definitely want to make 
that Dayton, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Columbus sort of area happy with an It's The Real Show, so we're looking forward to that. Oh my god, uh, there's a bunch of people. Shout out to I Love Lola, our favorite. Yeah. I Love Lola and her artist Lemon, we got to talk with them for a while. Shout out to Kari Cruz, who we ran into on the floor at ComplexCon. Shout out to Ian Rexauer Wolfson, who we got breakfast with while we were out there and talked about some major moves that we're trying to make. Huge shout out to Angelo Caputo for being the genuine dude that he is. And we've got a lot of exciting things happening in that direction over there. Jeremy Heck, who we saw. Shout out to Jeremy. Uh, Jesse Brum. Oh, shout out. Big shout out to Mike Dean and Louise Donegan for having us over there by their their operation uh, with the MWA Mike Dean merch. Uh, oh, also Nick Hatchdubs, also A Track, totally. Um, there were a bunch of people. I mean, this podcast has to end somewhere, and we really should end it now. I don't know how many more thank yous we can give, right? And, and shout out. Just understand, guys, this Los Angeles trip was so epic for us, and epic for everybody that we were able to converse with, and hang with, and perform in front of, and just shake their hands and say what up to, because that is so meaningful. We love these live interactions also shout out to everybody who's gone to it's the real.com slash shop and gotten those los angeles it's the real not for real for real shirts guys we love you and we appreciate you keep spreading the word about this podcast about the music about the live shows about the tv and the book and everything not for real for real sure sure new episode next week Bruh.